awesome. Every time we do this, I get comments like, makes me want to drink. It's like, so I'm either causing bad habits or at least... Uh, supporting? Supporting. <laughs> supporting bad habits. Or supporting good habits, anyway. Right. So. So long as you keep it within reason. Cheers, Cheers, man. Nice to meet you also, by the way. Yeah, nice to meet you, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is awesome. Of course. Thanks for coming on such short notice. (laughs) (laughs) I think we met literally... A week ago? A week ago? No, not even a week ago. Was it Monday or Tuesday? It was Monday. Yeah, Monday. It's Saturday. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Crap. Oh, my God. The week's flying by. Yeah. So. Cool. This stuff bugs me to all get out. We just started doing the video and stuff. Oh. So like all the uh, all the ins and outs, I'm still very very new to. Oh okay. And so it's just like uh, all the learning. I'm very new to it all too. Oh I, right. Yeah. How I'm, old are you? I don't want to say. Okay. Yeah, we're not going to go. I'm 38. So it's like. <laughs> well, not too far. I so. came up in an era where this none none of this shit. You know, we we passed out flyers. You know, remember? The- no shit. Yeah. yeah. Put them up on poles and yeah. you know had street teams that were. Street. Yeah, street teams. Oh, handing out flyers, putting them up on windows and stuff. I mean, I, I feel weird when I go to Vino's at our show and I put up posters and stuff. Right. And, and it's like, I know other bands do this too, but I feel weird. I should be. I think, I think it's going to come back. <laughs> I think it's going to come back. Yeah, in some form. I actually had an idea the other day to start doing, so you know, you'd like top bill, whatever, like if you're the headline, however the billing goes, but put a little yeah. QR code mm-hmm. right next to every band name. So if somebody's really interested, if the flyer's catchy enough, yeah, you know it's all about eye candy at first. Oh yeah, yeah. Color whatever design. Oh, because every camera and every smartphone now, doop. Yeah. Take you right to any link you decide. Spotify, Apple Music, whatever. Mm-hmm. Website. Oh yeah. Facebook. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it might. That, that's that's actually catching on because I've I can't remember where it was. It may have been a show I did in Oklahoma. Uh, with this one artist and she had one of these banners on the side but at the very bottom she had qr codes see and it was spotify qr code and then her uh virtual tip jar pr you virtual know, Q- tip jar. yeah oh. qr code and i was like oh shit that's an awesome idea that's a great so idea. i actually like i was sitting at a table waiting for my turn to go on stage and i qr it and i was like oh crap that's awesome it went straight to her spotify account went straight to her tip jar i'm like yeah, I got an that's idea. A great, that's a great. Yeah. Just had a merch table too. Yeah, I think our banner will be behind the band, just one big QR code. Forget there name, go, whatever. Yeah. It goes straight to our tip jar. <laughs> yeah. Imagine someone trying to take a photo and they just immediately scan yeah. to your website instead. They put it on Facebook and then bam, QR code. <laughs> yeah. Trolling in real life. <laughs> or maybe the kick drum head will be a QR code. There you go. Yeah. Hey, I mean. Ooh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. It's not. It's not the worst idea. I'm gonna take notes. <laughs> <laughs> Just go back and watch and be like, "All right, well, that that was good. That yeah. was good. That's a little extreme, but yes." What did I come up with? Uh-huh. Uh, that, that'll work. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it's totally different than it used to. But I think it, what we used to do will come back around because it's kind of like that now too, where like bands making money, you you have to get out and tour, mm-hmm. and Still. we kind of realized last year, yeah, that's the case you can't just live off no uh, spotify we, streams that don't I mean, pay crap they don't pay jack shit no was it like 1500 plays to make minimum wage not even not even that we we had uh like 10,000 streams or something like that and i was like holy crap this is this is awesome yeah, went and looked three dollars <laughs> fifty cents something, something like that See? i'm like are you kidding me wow it's so it's not even 
not even worth it. You, we almost pay more to promote yeah. than we do to get that streams. Get yeah. Like in you, so yeah. you just had to sell a couple CDs. I mean, $3.50. Yeah. I mean, one CD. Hey. And you've made more than that. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. And and it's coming back to that too because we've had people come up going, "Hey, do you have any CDs?" And you know, we have a ton, but you know, yeah, Records we got see. I'm like, you could, yeah, oh yeah, vinyls, massive vinyls coming back. So, but people people are, um, you know, I always say, well, yeah, you could stream us on Spotify, Pandora, all this, and they're like, well, I just want a CD. I don't even have a CD player in my fucking truck. I've got an older car, so mine admittedly. Oh, hey, shit. Hey, Derek. No, <laughs> Derek, okay. come on, bud. <laughs> no, come here. Come here. I'll pet you. Come here. Just don't hit stop. Uh, there you go, buddy. Come on. Let's, okay, yes. All right. Perfect. Come on. We're already making groupies here. Wow. <laughs> no, never fails. Oh, shit. <laughs> He's on one today. He's... That's the, that's his first appearance. Oh, uh, awesome! He's, uh, Jesus Christ, <laughs> this is off to an amazing start. I have that effect, man. It's just... you know, we've been uh, I've been trying a lot to like try to like focus on that stuff because I feel like I feel like Facebook's dead. Yeah, I think yeah. it's gone. I think it's done. It does nothing. I mean, literally it's, it's just political now. What's well, it's that? Yeah. And it's like if you run a page, good luck. Because mm-hmm. if it's not a personal account, which then if, even if you share your own band shit, it's gonna hit the thing and be like, well, it's got too many shares too quick, dump it. Yeah, zero. Whatever that, people are gonna see it, it's like they want you to spend money now. Like yeah, it's, it's topped out. Yeah, the algorithm kicks it out, and then uh, they they adjusted everything last year to where, because um, you know I have a I have a record label. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, Pitbrick Records. It kind of stalled out because of COVID, but. Um, so the the couple of them did. Yeah, yeah. The, you know, and then, God, we'll talk about Rock Fest that I had planned. I don't, I don't know if you had knew about that, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was like this whole big local band festival that I had oh. planned for. It was June 9th last year. Damn. And it went from we were gonna have it at Hard Riders in Jacksonville because it was just uh-huh. starting out, and I was thinking, okay, maybe Saturday night have like 10, 15 bands. You. No, we we have fifty four bands signed up from Oklahoma, Louisiana stuff. I had to move That's it a to day fest, man. yeah, we moved it to Friday, Saturday, and maybe Sunday. Yeah, and it was going to be basically River Market takeover. I'm going to say what venues headlined out because you know it didn't it didn't make it, but, sure. uh, but yeah, it was this whole bigger thing. Uh, the Edge was going to sponsor it. Yeah, it was it was huge, and we we had more bands signing up. I was like, hold 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 off, but um, people just hungry. Yeah, and then yeah. just COVID hit, and it so was really getting so good. Right? I know, I know, and the we magic was coming back here. It it was getting close, and that was the whole thing of the festival was just all the local bands coming together and it was going to be for charity. We were going to pick a local charity or something like that. Kind of like what the van does and stuff. Um, But then we kept putting it off because, well, we'll, we'll, let's try it September. Uh, That didn't happen. That didn't happen. Now it may, we may start it back next year. Fingers crossed. Um, Reach out to the bands who did sign up before, see if you can get some comebacks. The ones that are still together. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, dude, that happened too. But then a lot of new birth too I've seen. True, true. Yeah, yeah, there's been a lot. I've seen a lot of, um, you know, it's like ebb and flow, I guess, where like, yeah, all these bands broke up, but maybe they were probably good on two anyway. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, what's a year not playing a show? 
Yeah, or that's plenty of time to write, right, which exactly. I say that we haven't gone to the studio yet, but I have a ton of songs written. We we rehearsed uh, earlier today, just me and my drummer, because uh, our bass players uh, couldn't couldn't get free. He's, sure. you know, uh, trying to work extra and stuff. Yeah, we're just three pieces. Um, That's great. Yeah, we tried some guitar guitarist. Blah, can't talk guitarist out yeah. uh, over the years that you know just didn't work out for it's multiple reasons. Right? Three people. I've been yeah. in three pieces and it is so sick. It's it's easy. The we're tight because we toured for so long and it's just yeah, I, I love it. Um, but it's it's still hard to schedule. It's still hard. <laughs> it's, a, <laughs> yeah. it's like there's just three of us. What the hell? It'll and, always be a problem. Yeah. At any level. <laughs> And then there's like eight piece bands that are practicing every other day. And it's like, how do y'all do that? We can't even, I mean, God, Money. but yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Cause we all have day jobs and oh, we, dude, they yeah. were all, we were all essential jobs during COVID. Same. So yeah, we just said, screw it. Yeah. You know, forget it. But, yeah, uh, I woke up at five 30 this morning, went and poured a shower pan today. Oh shit. I do construction, yeah, tile work and stuff, and so I, I know all about it. You're yeah. trying to find all your room for your passion too. That construction never stops. Never. I mean, it's as busy as it's ever been. Been doing it yeah. for 20 years, and it's the busiest it's ever been. Which is good. I mean, it is. Yeah, but bad for my for the hobbies for or the hobbies. not hobbies. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it is though. I, mean, I hate I hate people calling it hobbies, sure. but it is hobbies. Uh, <laughs> it's a hobby until it turns into a job. But once it turns yeah. into a job, though, parts of it dissipate in like the aspect of it being fun. Yeah, you know. Let's call it our passions. Passions. Yeah, not hobbies. Our passions. Um, yeah, because my mom always said that. She's like, "Oh, it's it's a nice hobby." I'm like. Fucking a hobby? Life, Mom. I just spent a lot of money on this damn hobby, and I'm just a lot of time. And you're living alone, and God, I'm in my forties, living alone. We put, we put five grand on that last record. Yeah, oh God, no, yeah. We got none of it back. <laughs> no, I think we're still trying to earn back our first album. Uh, yeah, but it's God's worth every minute of it. Isn't so, it? Isn't yeah. that crazy? It's like yeah. I, you know, well, you're in my house now. It's a giant wreck, and I, I could, you know, but I could have did the thing. I could have gone out and done the thing and got the, the better job or whatever. I've got yeah. good hustle, got good work ethic. Yeah. You know, I do I do this podcast. I'm in two bands. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a full time job that I own myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I work for myself, so it's like that's cool. Got plenty of hustle, yeah. but I'd rather do that other shit that pays zero and and takes all my money. Mm, absolutely. Like I, I don't even think twice when it's like. Damn, I, it's like it sucks because it's like, man, I got to spend three hundred dollars on a yeah. single symbol, but worth it. Yeah, you know. I mean, I went so far as to last year. Um, most people don't know this, just like inner circle, um, and it was it was right before COVID hit, January two thousand two, two thousand two, two thousand twenty. God, yeah. Um, <laughs> set this beer over here (laughs) Um, i'm going back in time now uh but yeah january i made the decision to just walk away from my house i was going to live in our tour van which is a 92 creeper van um and just live on tour and just tour and act and And do do all that january 2020 yeah um i went to my work march 
Yeah, March. Oh, March 16th is dude. when I came off the road, and it was like everything shut down. So I went to my work, which I was working for a uh, PPE manufacturer distributor that sells the mask and stuff like that. I'm, okay. I'm a EHS, you know, environmental health and safety consultant that's, that <laughs> right. pays for the guitar shit. Um, but I went to them, and I was, I was like, I was going to tell them, hey, look, I'm going on the road, and you, you guys just work me off the road because I traveled everywhere and uh I was like I'm giving you guys a year I'm gonna live on the road for a year and then I'm done I'm pushing acting music and I'm making a run for it and I was going to go to California for a month and just do films and you know solo acoustic gigs and stuff and then go to Colorado and just do that for a year that was my plan I was all in for the passion and screw the day job I was going in on something that Okay, maybe I could get a burrito and gas to the next Amen. gig. Heart's full. Fuck that exactly. Bank account, and you know? I was like, I, I, I figured it up. What do I need to get gas to the next gig? Plus, pay my phone bill. Plus, sure. pay the websites and all that stuff. I was like, I could do this. Yeah, a couple hundred bucks a week. COVID. Yeah. Fuck. So I think it was the universe going. Yeah. Okay. It sounds good in theory, bit. but you're an idiot. You're a dumbass. What are you? You know, you always hear stories about people live, like Chris Pratt lived in his fucking car and then he got that role for that, well, yeah. the, not the office or whatever, Parks and Rec. Yeah. And now he's yeah. fucking Star-Lord and got all the money. Oh, God. Yeah. So it's like, maybe. It works. I mean, it's, he's not the only one that's happened have to. You to give in to get, you know, you got to go all the way down to go all the way up, I think. In most cases, yeah. some people are just born into that shit. Just yeah. Being, yeah. It just works out for him. Not here. (laughs) Not here. Not here. Not here. And, I mean, even stays in Vegas. I mean, we toured, you know, and it it wasn't like flashy tour. We jumped in the truck and the van and went and, I mean. You too coded? Yeah, oh, we, I mean, we just, no, we didn't, it was two car. I mean, we loaded up in my truck, sleeping in the back seat and sleeping in Walmart parking lots and stuff. And we, we drove, I remember we drove all the way down to Austin and to play a show and didn't even play the show. We got pissed off because the band that was opening for us was being bitchy and then Good drove man. back to <laughs> Oklahoma. And then by the time we got done, we were in the hole 150 bucks yep. for that whole little mini weekend tour. I'm like. But it was worth it. We had yeah, a blast. Yeah. We made more fans. We more sold more T-shirts than we did making money off the door and Always. stuff. And Especially it was those first yeah. a few times out. Those T-shirts are so important. Oh God, yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't realize that you know the merch. You make money on merch. Yeah, you're a you're a giant musical commercial for your fucking for your fucking clothing store. Really? Yeah, absolutely. That's a, that's where a good chunk of money for artists comes through. Because fuck, if you're signed, dude, you. All that CD money, that's going to somebody else. Record oh, money yeah. to somebody else. Yeah. It's all touring. And if you're smaller, you know, 30 people walk in the door because mm-hmm. they don't know who the fuck stays in Vegas is in, you know, Omaha, Nebraska. Oh, well, they don't know in Little Rock, but, Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> but if yeah. people buy a t-shirt, yeah. it's fucking awesome. It's a good night. Yeah, I think we, we were one of those reverse bands. You know, there's a few reverse bands. I call them reverse bands that here that are from here. But they don't have following here. Yeah, there's no yeah. following here. But we're like, I mean, they we we have huge following in Australia, Germany, Philippines, Oklahoma, Texas. Yeah. Oh, but Little Rock, cricket, cricket. 
It just works that way. Sometimes. And then there's bands that are huge here, and then when they go out, it's like nobody knows. Seven there. people showed up. Yeah. Dallas. Yeah, yeah. 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 And it's 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 a weird thing. We we kind of joke about Arkansas. If you want to make it big here, leave. Well, that's yeah. for everyone. Yeah, it's it's, it's it's true. <laughs> it's true. It really is true. All the biggest names from here. Guess what they did? They left. They left. Yeah. At least you don't have to move, but you got to get out of here and mm-hmm. go on tour. Yeah. There's just not enough. There's not enough eyeballs on this place, which is kind of crazy because I mean, some of the biggest names in music history came from here, but yeah. it's so rare and so gapped. I get why. Yeah. Any like A and R rep would be like. I'll just catch them when they're in a bigger city. Yeah, and it's and it's it's screwed up too because. Every band comes through here with 30 and 40. I know. You cross here. If you want to go to Dallas and play, you want to go to Memphis and play, or Nashville, you got to come through here. Have and, to. And yeah. They come through here all the time. They'll stay in hotels. You'll hear, you know, such and such is at this, eating at this restaurant downtown. Whoa. Yeah, Snoop Dogg was passing out. <laughs> <laughs> fucking canes. Yeah, yeah canes yeah, and stuff. fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool. To, uh, to be fair, though, he's a massive Razorback fan, so I think he might yeah. have been in town for a game or something. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So. I think somebody said he did a show at George's. That would make sense. Yeah, Maybe which fucking sick. You just show up. Snoop Dogg? Yeah, Snoop Dogg with that's George's. <laughs> okay, that's awesome. I mean that's a, it's a cool venue, but I, I mean, George's. Yeah, I love George's. I've only ever worked there though. Never played. Yeah, I've playing. never played there. Never played there. No. I've only ever worked there. Fun. Yeah. Had a good time, but I don't know what it's like to play there. I I don't either. We've tried. It's yeah. it's one of those. Sad stories again. We've tried to get into places here and just can't. So One we of my just like. That we like did. Did you ever play at the place? I think it's Fort Smith called the Stone Pony. It was like this bar. That sounds familiar. It was a bar. I want to say it was Fort Smith. I'm, I know my bandmates would be like, it was right here, you idiot. But, <laughs> uh, it was like, it was like an old school honky tonk. Every that, fucking thing yeah. in that place is made of wood. All of it. That sounds familiar. Floor. And we were playing with freaking every time I die. So it was very like <laughs> the juxtaposition of like these metal kids or hardcore punk. I don't even know how the fuck to describe yeah. it. Southern whatever the hell. <laughs> and then just the surroundings. It was so wild. Fun ass <laughs> night. Great venue. Sound dude, yeah. sound dude was awesome as shit. It, me and him became friends instantly because I was going through a phase That's where cool. I didn't know how big I wanted my drums. Oh yeah. So I had like a twenty-four inch kick, and then I was using a sixteen-inch floor tom as my rack tom. And an oh 18 shit! Eighteen-inch floor tom. That floor tom right there. You was, did the Dave Grohl thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was thinking like animal, like you know, animal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Muppets. I was like just big oh, and that's awesome. And so he's like, "Is that a freaking sixteen-inch drum as your rack tom, man?" I was like, "Yes." He goes, "That's fucking awesome." <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. And then I was like, you want to know a real cool trick? Put a kick drum mic on the floor tom, the 18-inch, because it's, it's a so, oh, dude, do that. That would be thick. Start doing that. I, we just did it at our mm. Halloween show at Vino's. Really? Because I was, my, Brian, you know mm. Brian? Yeah. And I was like, yo, you want to Yeah, Brian's awesome. Dude, he's yeah. the best. Yeah. I swear, if, I, I've always said if we ever got any or notoriety of any kind and got to tour, come on, bud. Oh, yeah. Immediately. Any any show we walk in and Brian's the sound guy. I was like, oh thank God. Okay, thank you. say Brian, come here. He's like, hey man, what's up? Yeah, but he's he's freaking awesome. Yeah, the kick drum under the floor tom thing is awesome. Okay, Especially we're gonna for try those that. Big parts, dude. Just yeah. bring an extra one because you know they don't have an extra one. I just yeah. so happened for some reason it was in my setup because we're setting up, we're doing recording and stuff. Yeah. So I guess I just had the mic in the box. Oh. 
Damn. And I was like, oh, dude, 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 dude. You know, like, plug this in, put it on the thing. <laughs> Vance. Oh, my God. I never thought about that. I'm going to try that. I learned it in Austin. Oh. Playing at the Red 7. Okay. Sound guy was in a band, a touring band, and he was like, he same setup. It was around It was around the same era. So I was okay. doing the same thing. He was like, I'm going to try something I saw at a show one time that he was playing yeah. and did it. And I've, dude, I've been squawking about it ever since uh we're we're gonna try that then it's fun just to just to see it's fun. take it i mean midtown probably won't do it because i mean he breaks his kit down to a bare minimum because the, the stage. stage is as big as this table pretty much yeah pretty much uh but yeah vino's yeah we might try that vino's oh it's the best yeah yeah you'll love it cool did y'all, did y'all do any live stream stuff or any kind of internet anything? like a? Yeah, we did at Wolfman Studios. Oh, hell yeah, um, we did too. Yeah, we did one show there. Um, it, was so, it was so weird. Um, loved Tedford, Jason sure, Tedford yeah. and Wolfman. Um, to want to go help support him and, and just stuff. But it was, it was just kind of weird. It was it's like weird. practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like no one's there, but they're watching. Yeah. Which you don't know who because there's not – when we did it, there wasn't a monitor we could see like – any kind of interaction, we just kind of had to look oh, yeah. at our cell phone. Yeah, we didn't have that either. We yeah. yeah, so we were the same same thing, and uh, and we were, we were introducing a new guitarist um that ended up not working out later on, but um. Oh, so you did it as a four piece. Yeah, we did it as a four piece, um, and tried some new songs, but halfway through, I forgot we were doing a live stream. I thought we were just like in the <laughs> studio because yeah. we recorded there before. I was like, oh, yeah, and then my, I said something. I can't remember what I said, and uh. Glenn Powell, our drummer, he was like, Dude, you're on. I was like, oh, crap. Yeah, I got to watch. <laughs> I just forgot. Oh, dude, uh, right before we started, our singer broke his tooth out oh, of his head. Oh, literally, shit. As we were starting, he did like something, and the mic just came back and just rocked him right in the side of the mouth oh, and took God. his whole molar out. And we're like, <laughs> we're like cameras on we're like all right we're good to go you know like and we're just like uh and he's in the hallway just motherfucker just oh shit <laughs> was it like blood coming out yeah. or oh, no yeah. that's a punk show <laughs> he, did it too. He, clean, he composed himself oh, and, and there's no nobody there to just like fuck yeah, know, yeah right? <laughs> it's just uh, look oh, yeah. in the camera yeah, yeah. it's like a nice little reminder Every time I see it, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's some that's some hardcore shit. Wow. And he did it. That dude, Damn. That dude is tough. I, I got to give it to him. He play, He's played shows with all kinds of broke bones and, yeah. you know, comes hobbling in with a thing. Like, right, <laughs> our last two shows, he's had this giant knee brace on because he plays soccer and some dude. Oh, like, shit. I kicked him in his, tore his meniscus, had to have surgery. <clears throat> that's crazy. Rehabilitation up there jumping around like an idiot. <clears throat> I mean, that's, that's awesome though, you know, cause there's so many bands and artists now that, oh, I, I got like a sore, I canceled the whole tour and stuff. Yeah. And it's like, what? Fucking what no. Fuck? I mean, we've had, um, we, we tour, we went to play Mesa music festival, um, uh, and left here and did like four Mesa, dates. like Arizona? Yeah. Mesa, okay. Arizona. Yeah. We played two shows there, but we played one, two, three, four shows on the way there. Um, and our drummer, Glenn, had something wrong with his foot. I mean, it was like Im- impacted and swollen and everything. It's like, dude, you're okay? He's like, it fucking hurts. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so all, the whole trip playing all those shows is like, do we need to like get a 
hospital or, or cut it off or something, <laughs> you know, slice it or something. But um, that's happened. We we all were like insanely dehydrated one one show. Well, we played three show, four show. We practiced. Yeah, it was three show. We practiced and we played a vegan festival in Little Rock, which nice. was the weirdest thing because we were all like, "Where's the steak?" Yeah. Um, that day, so we practiced that that morning. Played the vegan festival, and it was like summer. It was hot. They nobody had water. They all had like, there's beer everywhere, and then like tofu burritos. So we yeah, all didn't need much. Tofu, I mean, you, but like you, you eat a tofu practice. burrito, and you're like, I need water. Here's the thick. <laughs> and then we went and played. I don't know if you ever heard of Crystal Chill. Crystal Chill. Yeah, it's out in Crystal Hill. Yeah, it was. I mean, they haven't done it in a while, but um, it was just like out in the middle of the woods. Oh, I did. Um, okay. I played one. Okay, you did. Okay, oh, cool. Shit. Okay, I did. Yeah, um, I didn't know that's what it was called. Yeah, it was Crystal Chill. Um, did you ever camp out there after the show? Okay, yeah. Um, we did. <laughs> so yeah, uh, but we may have been this this show. We played it two or three times out there, um, but after that we went and played Crystal Chill, and God, it was like. Nobody had water out there. Uh, everybody had beer and uh-huh. pot. That's it. That's so, so we're like, oh, we're dehydrated. Just give me a beer. So we're like down in beer, and it was like a hundred degrees. And by the time we played our set, which we like go hardcore and we're all doused by this third uh-huh. song, we got done with our set. I remember Glenn like fell off the stage and was throwing up. Blake was passing out. I almost passed out on like during a song. I hit Damn. one high note and I was it went like oh, I was like so scary. Oh shit. So yeah. Yeah um, after that we we carry water everywhere we go. There you go. Uh, Sometimes you gotta bring your own shit. Yeah. It's so, but we played through it. It's like, yeah, we're we we're doing it. We're doing it. Dude, yeah, we played in a fucking warehouse one day, uh, one show, and like you know. Gonna put on a show, gonna do the things, gonna be crazy, and we're young too at this point, so we're yeah. really fucking crazy. And it's like they close the door. It's the middle of June. It's a metal building filled with concrete and skate. The bars. hell? It got to like a hundred and twelve or something in there. Holy crap! And literally just the most miserable I've ever been. And it was probably every bit of ninety-eight outside. And so, like, just get off the stage and. I'm like, that fainty blackout like zoning in and yeah open the door and it feels like the fucking air conditioner just hits you but it's a hundred outside that's how fucking hot it was in there dude that's the most miserable I've ever been and the drum riser cause fucking drum risers dude (laughs) I I like and hate them all at the same time yeah equal amounts they're fun but man when somebody doesn't lock the damn thing together or they built it their cousin helped him fucking frame it and it's missing yeah. all the center supports here. Oh, there's only like away. one stud center it's support. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it, basically what this one was because it was just my symbol stand was just oh, yeah. doing this the whole time. <laughs> God. And I, and I play a lot with my eyes closed for some weird reason. No. Just going hard in the paint, banging my head so I don't want, <laughs> you know, my hair hit me in the eyes or sweat or yeah. something like that. And it's kind of like the old Vino stage that had the hole in the middle and the hole over I, here. I replaced that stage. You want to know what that <laughs> what, what that trampoline? Yeah. What literally was nothing. Really? It was broken in four places. Oh, I have to show you after this. 
It was broken in four places. All the center supports had fallen down. Oh, God. And the only thing holding that fucking piece on was the edges of the plywood touching the two by four. You're that kidding. No. And one of those was broke. I don't know how many times I've like jumped as high as I could oh, up and yeah. everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I fell through the hole that little port hatch a couple <laughs> yeah. times. But fucking, yeah. You know, for the microphones up front, yeah. I mean, I, I knew it had a lot of bounce because I was like, "Hey, I can jump higher on Dude. Vino stage." I'm glad I wasn't there when that. I was out of town when y'all were yeah. breaking it up and replacing it and we stuff, and I was all kinds of like just. I, can't I totally wasn't. No. If it wasn't. <laughs> I'm, I'm promised if that lumber wasn't because it was older than fuck and like old school lumber, just strong, yeah. basically concrete lumber, it people would have been for real injured on that thing because that's the only yeah. reason it was keeping keeping like together. Was, I was probably petrified from so many nasty good <laughs> musicians <laughs> and puke and alcohol. And <laughs> I don't know if I've said it on here before, but something really fucking awesome we found under that stage was the original stage. Really? Yes. No the shit. Original wood framing to the original stage. They all they did was build off of it. No shit. I that didn't know that. Back left corner where it used to be. Yeah. It was still there, dude. Holy crap! And guess what? It still is. Y'all left it. We left it. Awesome. We added on to it again, but better. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Kudos to you so guys. So when you walk to that back left corner, you're standing. Technically, on the, on, the, on the bones of the original. That's stage. awesome. I'm glad yeah. y'all did that. Very cool. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, dude, once once we figured out what it was, because I was like, there's a... There's a... The, 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 the front quarter, like the front, the yeah. whole front, and then the far right side, basically where the drum's over. Yeah. That's all like modular, just basically four fucking legs with some cross brace two by fours and like one down the center. Oh, shit. Yeah. And it lasted for years. Yeah. Years almost. Wow. Like, yeah, dude. That's luck. It's, it's luck. It's pure luck. Because <laughs> that's not craftsmanship. That's dude. just pure luck. And you can see like decades of repair work because like the materials would change and shit. You know, somebody had to crawl underneath there at some time and do repairs. Yeah, and did. You would find like deck screws like stripped out, halfway driven in, and somebody just goes, fucking good enough. <laughs> Yep. I don't want to be here. I'm the getting front, out. The front of the fucking stage, remember them shitty hinge doors? Oh, yeah. They used drumsticks as spacers. <laughs> Not kidding, dude. I have photos of all this. I can back it all up. It was... That's the, awesome. Everything we took off, we found a new fucked up thing. Yeah. And we were like, how? You know, you really need to do a podcast on just Vino's history. Oh, uh, man, I, I would love to. I don't know if the guys would want to do it but that i'm would be sure they so would awesome. i'm sure they would because i mean vinos is I, mean, I say this all the time it's like our own cbgb's 100%. the the, the history of it sought after venue people yeah. loved coming here that in the original juanitas when bands have come through here and they yeah loved it. yeah good well that you know great staffs great food both places had fucking yeah. unreal food the sound yeah. systems were top notch for the for the time period and I'm not talking like the, you know, the 2000s is when I came through, like started in like 99, but yeah. even before that, I mean, you can go on YouTube. Well, this shows all the time. Yeah, in the 90s that were just fucking three, four hundred people in that room. Yeah, this will date myself, but I played Vino's the first time in 96, so I think it was 96. Had to be 96. 96. I got married in 97, and then 
had to quit, like take a music hiatus sure. when I got married. So it had to have been 96. When did Vino's open? Like 93? Uh, as Vino's? I'm not sure. It was something before that. Yeah. It was kind of the same thing, just then they changed the name. and. Yeah, but so so, so many things have happened there. <coughs> it and it was, yeah. It could have been 90. Yeah. But, uh, but that, that was always my, like, you know, music-wise, passion-wise, I have these goals, and, uh-huh. and that was always, I want I want to play Vino's again. I want yeah. Stays in Vegas to play Vino's, because we were a cover band when we first started. And you, How long did you have been a band? God. <clears throat> uh, 2011. 2011? Yeah, that's when it's so we started. Years. Yeah, 10 years. Yeah, Stays in Vegas. But we, we were a cover band. We were a 90s to now party band, cover right, band. Sure, sure. Um, and we were four-piece. So we, we did... Um, it was pretty much, there was a guy I worked with that was a guitarist. He was, he helped start stays in Vegas with me as me and him. And he wanted me to originally play drums for him. I'm like, fuck no, I don't play drums on stage. I play in studio, but not on stage. Um, but he's like, well, just let's start a band. Let's start a band. I'm like, but I don't, I don't want to play Leonard Skinner and I don't want to play freaking. Yeah. I'm not doing any of that. I was like, if we do it. I'll, I'll be in a cover band because I've never been in a cover band before. I was always original. Yeah. And I was like, I'll Good be point. in a cover band, but we got to do 90s to now. It's got to be grunge and alternative yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. I'm not doing Luke Bryan to Leonard Skinner to the fucking... The all over the map guys. Yeah, the yeah. typical bands are around here, which are great. They're awesome, but I didn't want to be that. Yeah. So he, he agreed, and then that's what we did. We just... Which nobody around here liked. That. <laughs> it was, I mean, we'd do like Kryptonite, you know, Three Doors Down and stuff, and then we'd throw in a Nirvana, and then they would come up and say, "Play, play Sweet Home Alabama." I'm like, I just played Nirvana. No, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, Read the room, yeah. dude. Exactly. <laughs> but I mean, but it's killer money. I mean, it's fucking awesome. Like, yeah, way more money than you'll ever make being an original band. No shit. For, I, most, for most people. Yeah, this uh, we played Cersei VFW on St. Patty's Day, okay. and we made like sixteen hundred. Jesus Christ! And that that was just the the, the fuck? door. And a fucking that was Cersei VFW. Exactly, and there was there was three hundred people there. I bet. Because um, it was just packed. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, and then of course we we played vinos and it's you get pizza and beer yeah, <laughs> and then you get the door really. yeah but um you get a percentage of the door yeah, yeah. but what i tell people is like a cover band it, you stop it's done yeah it's done if a band member leaves you're done yeah. but original band you're still writing you're still recording you still right. got stuff streaming and videos all and things. all this and yeah. you could hit it big and then get royalties and all this and it's <laughs> you're lucky yeah, if you're lucky, um, or if you're really lucky, get a license for a movie or a video game or something like that, and then just say, "That's great." That's great. Yeah. yeah, but um, some people that's all they do. I yeah. know a guy that he he's like a fucking jingle guy. Mm-hmm. He wakes up in the morning, goes down to his basement. That he just works and sells tunes for you know that was that DRM digital rights music oh yeah for free stuff yeah for people to just click and buy and okay. make money it's cool yeah yeah. Like, yeah he fucking pays his whole mortgage with it yeah I'm like oh, i'm not that talented no i mean Plus, we, I want to be on stage, I, stage. that's it that's yeah, uh, i could live on a stage i i'm i've missed it oh yeah and oh, yeah. I, I realized just the the few shows we did since covid opened back up 
I've lost my stage muscle. Yeah, you know, because I mean, we played Midtown. If you ever played Midtown, uh-huh. oh my God, Midtown's awesome. For if for a stage junkie, Midtown's yeah. the place to play. But it's one a.m. to four a.m. Oh, shit, no. uh-uh. it's I'm worth dead. it. It's worth it. We we are too. I mean, we're we're all like, what the fuck? But the the first show we played there because I've I've gone there as you know just a fan after yeah. hours and stuff like that and seen bands, um, and it's usually. You know, it's not like touring bands or anything like that. It's, you know, locals and locals, stuff like yeah. that. Sure. Um, but they have some touring bands come through uh, since COVID, you know, like De France and stuff. Mm-hmm. They'll they'll play there. But, uh, but, yeah, it's like from 1 to 2 in the morning, there's probably 30 people there. And it's like, okay, from 2 to 4 a.m. Because they got the 5 a.m. license. Freaking packed. Uh, and everybody's and crazy. Yeah, down. all the... But every venue bartender is there. Every venue waitress is there. So if you want to get into venues, and this is for other bands out there and stuff. That's pretty good. The bartenders and waitresses are the ones you want to play for because they're sure. going back going, hey, dude, I saw a band That's last a night. Band. Yeah. Freaking awesome. They kicked ass. Everybody came in and stayed. And so now the, the booking agent's going, hmm, let me. All right, back. What kind of, what, it's like more like rock and roll, right? Y'all stuff. Yeah, it's. God, I, the Classifying the yourself sucks. the crazy you know? question everybody asks. Uh, we're we put it on our billing as hard rock, grunge, punk. Okay. Mix, because um, we go from like Helmet, Nirvana stuff. We play some Dishwalla. We got Dishwalla cover song we do. County Blue Cars. We we cover. Um, we got some acoustic stuff on our albums. We never played that live. So it's kind of like a hard rock metal to punk rock. Okay. We play some, like some Ramone sounding songs. Yeah. And then, so we, we, we try to mix it up where we're not just metal, 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 metal. Sure. Punk, 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 yeah. punk. Um, well, if you're playing at bars and stuff, you can't just do one thing. No, thing. no. People get bored no. real quick with it. Yeah, we, we've done it a couple of times, and I, yeah, you know, and other bands I've been in, one fucking hilarious. We played like a family fest thing in like Conway. Oh god, and we yeah. were heavy as shit, and I was just like, I don't know why we ever agreed to this. I think our uh-huh. friends were also playing it, but they weren't like we were as far as like tonality of the music. Yeah, and uh, it was a big fucking mistake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's the great thing about music because you can never really gauge. Yeah. Like you could think, okay, this is going to be a great festival, and then you go and you're like, okay, that sucked. Yeah, we'll sucked. never do it that again. Sucked. And then the next time you'd be like, okay, we're going to play this festival. And it's like, holy crap, that was, was super fun. Yeah, and then you see all these old people down. Like, um, so that one blew my mind. We played fucking Maxine's. Oh, yeah. With our heavy act, we like brought all our lights and shit. We were like, because I was like, we're going to do it once because they ain't yeah. going to have us back. <laughs> So let's go. Let's go stupid. all out. We brought everything, our entire nice. production, and we set it up on that little ass stage. And, but it worked. Awesome. But that's one of those things yeah. where it's like I'm I'm sitting here thinking, yeah, we're never coming back here. There's no fucking way. Yeah. Like, we're being ridiculous on purpose, you know. <clears throat> in true rock and roll fashion, we're trying to piss some people off, and it ended up working. And like, I had a sixty comfortably in his 60s i don't want to guess but he was in there yeah and he came up to me he's like that was really fun mm-hmm. i was like get the fuck out of here man so shame on me that's what i love about music man yeah, it's man. um we play in and not to gig drop but um our our last show was the state fair you know we played on yeah. tuesday um tuesday at 6 30 and it was like 
yeah, this is going to suck. Yeah. You know, Tuesday, 6.30, nobody's no going to be there. Uh, and it was. As soon as we started, it was like nobody up front. Humongous stage. I'm the like, stage was a bit extreme. It was insane. I saw all those photos. Hell Camino played. Did they play yeah. the same night as y'all? Yeah, we, it was us. We played, then Hell Camino, and then Dart from Day One. Okay. Yeah. That stage and, was ludicrous. Insane. They had yeah. all the shit on that thing. The LED wall. The thing. <laughs> Yeah, I bet it was kick-ass, though. Huh? It was awesome. I mean, I've, um, of course, being a three-piece, I sit here on this one side. I turned over and I looked, and I was like, hey, Glenn, Glenn, yeah, Glenn, yeah. Glenn, hey. Glenn, Glenn. Hey, Blake, 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 yeah. Blake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was like, the, and Glenn kept saying, you know, the drum riser. He's like, that's as big as Midtown stage. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it is. He's like, so we went from playing a drum riser to playing this huge stage. But when we when we started, people started filtering in from the crowd. And we had, like kids little five and six oh, yeah. year olds just you know kids horns up head yeah, banging yeah. and stuff and parents were coming out and then we had some old people over here and we're you know playing from six punk. to 60 yeah yeah you know playing punk hardcore punk and some heavier stuff um and we we brought out some of our not lighter yeah, stuff so but i just thought about something too though sometimes i guess maybe i never even really thought about it like this like as you're saying that i'm thinking 60 well damn that dude when he was 20 punk was all the rage, yeah. You know, the, the British punk wave and all that shit. So that was seventies and eighties. Yeah, and that was yeah a long fucking time ago now. So somebody who's old, they're like, "Fuck, man, I listened to this shit when I was in high school. This is great." Yeah, the Sex Pistols and yeah. the Clash and all that stuff. You know, Damn. yeah. I just, I just, <laughs> I, I, I didn't think about that either. But it's like <laughs> it's that makes sense. And then but, their kids are fucking vibing on it too, because I mean that shit's been around forever now. Yeah, at this point. and they're they're listening to it. Yeah. You know, they hear it. I mean, my daughter, she listened Dude. to, she forcibly listened to Nirvana and you, <laughs> you know Bush yeah. and all oh, them. Yeah, yeah your parents' playlist is the first playlist, and you either you grow up and you love it, or you're like, yeah. I can't fucking stand. If I hear one more fucking Led Zeppelin song, I'm going to jump out yeah. of the window, you know? And then she got into Justin Bieber just out of defiance. I'm yeah, like, uh, why? But at least, at least I got her into liking like some Bob Marley. and there you go. Yeah, so. Some classic rock. At least some classic. Yeah, she was into Michael Jackson and Bob Marley and stuff. Oh, yeah? But now it's just. All pop. Yeah, I don't pop, know. Pop stuff. No, I'm not, I don't even. I'm not hip to it. I don't want to register. <laughs> in my punk defiance no hell no, <laughs> no. Like one of those guys like yeah yeah that song jams but i won't say it out loud Shh. yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna say my uh guilty pleasure band so yeah i mean dude my wife she listens to all all things but mostly new things yeah and i gotta say man there's some shit sometimes when i'm like this is ass and then sometimes mm-hmm. she plays something right after that i'm like all right, this is fucking good. Yeah, you got when it, when it's good, it's good. Yeah, know? there's there's some there's some stuff out that's like okay, that's there's really some fucking good. Shit, I'm I really fuck with that dude. Is yeah, hella talented. I, c- I couldn't I couldn't stand him at first. Same, oh, that's everything. Yeah, though. yeah, that's but everything. it wasn't until he did that live stream show with oh, yeah. um, oh, what's his face? Uh, the one where he was like the big LED wall behind him. No, it was at his home. They they covered Nirvana. They just did Nirvana oh, the, and shit. The acoustic stuff? Yeah, the um, yeah. That when he fantastic. did that, I was like, "Holy fuck!" You know he's a metalhead, right? Yeah, like he's, he's I just, didn't know that guy. at first. I thought he was just a shitty pop bars. Uh, <laughs> but then when he did that, I was like, "Okay, let me check him out a little bit." And then he then he did the country 
huh? I was like, holy crap, dude can fucking sing. Yeah, he smokes like 800 yeah. cigarettes a day. Yeah. Um, it's nothing but Bud Light. Oh, it's a water bottle. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, and, yeah. and still just gets it out there. So I, I kind of did a double take and went, okay, I did, I did the usual... Oh, fuck that. I ain't gonna. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm rocker. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, it it rocks. I was just thinking that today. I was like, I don't listen to anything new. And then I was like, yes, the fuck you do. Yes, yeah. I mean, I, I thought that too because I, I was, I listen to Lithium, you know, yeah. on Sirius XM a lot. Um, but I listen to like classic rock and then Ozzy, you know, uh, there you go. Oz, yeah, Ajar, uh, what is it? That station. But, uh, I was like, I don't listen to anything new. And I thought, well, no, I listen to Bad Flower all the time. Yeah. You know, I'm a huge Bad Flower fan. Um, of course, Foo Fighters has some stuff coming out, but that don't count. I don't um, think it counts. Yeah, it doesn't count. They've been around for 30 damn years at this point. Yeah. Um, and well, some of their newer sorry. stuff isn't as good. It's sorry, good. Dave. Well, uh, you're not wrong. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was, my friend, he's a massive Foo Fighters fan. We were just having this, I swear to God, like two weeks ago, having this exact conversation where it's like, yeah. the last... Two, three records, man. There's there's some hits, but there's some big misses. Yeah. Usually, when you pop in a Foo Fighters CD, you're used to being like, damn, every song. Yeah. I love the Foo Fighters, but... Everything's just Wasting Light. Wasting Light was yep. fucking awesome. Yep. It was a good album. It, it kind of... It was comparable to... Like Color in the Shape. Yeah, Color in the Shape and... Stuff. Yeah, yeah One really by One, that kind of stuff. And then after that, I think they went, hey, let's do some different shit. And it's like, oh, and, eh. and kudos. Yeah. I fuck all want to play the same thing all the time. That's the worst part bands get. You get pigeonholed into your genre. And then when you yeah. try to flex out of it, or at least add to it, you get, you know, like, yeah. this isn't what I like. But you got seven albums of the shit you do like. Yeah, and you're, you're supposed to grow as an artist. That's You don't want to spit out the same stuff for seven albums. The same album nine times. Yeah. As an artist, if I made the same record twice, I would be like, I'm done. Clearly yeah. We can't move past this. And if we already did it, then our job here is done. Yeah. And one, one good thing that Glenn and Blake check me on all the time because I'll write some songs mm-hmm. and I'll I'll bring them to them and in practice I'm like hey what about this one I'll start playing they'll look at me deadpan dead serious and then they'll start playing a beat and they'll start playing together and they'll start laughing at each other I'm like why does that sound familiar you already wrote this song exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah. and it was like they're playing the beat to one of our last album songs and and I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. Yep. Okay, that one's out. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, or I'll, I'll bring one. I'm like, this is really awesome. And it's just reverse of oh, one of the songs. And progression's the same yeah. backwards. Yeah. So every every album, we have two songs that <coughs> Blake always laughs because the chords are the exact same chord, but they're di- a little different. I'm like, no, they're not. It's totally different. And he'll play it. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, we already recorded it. So. You ever do the thing where you write something in? Everyone has, like, influences, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm influenced by probably a, a smaller handful, but there's probably, like, ten bands that I'm really like, man, that's... What they're doing is just the shit. Yeah. Throughout my, you know, however many years to do it, like, 23 years. But we wrote a song, and then a year later, one of the bands that we liked came out, and the exact same riff was mm-hmm. on their album. I'm not talking a little bit kind of similar. The same fucking riff which yeah. means we had to write it around the same amount of time you think about how they how long it takes to make an album do the pr get it out especially for a yeah. band 
could not believe it. I was like, holy fuck, that's the that's the same. Mm-hmm. And we had to stop playing the song. Yeah. Like, I was like, people are not going to believe we wrote it. <laughs> that's that's happened a couple times yeah. to me. Uh, one was almost verbatim, yeah. like the same chords, same chord. same chord progression, same lyrical theme, and the chorus Damn. was almost identical, too. And I wrote it back in mid-90s, and then it came out like, Two years after I wrote it, and I actually played it live at Vino's, one of the first time we played Vino's, and then two years later it came out and just was a global hit. Puddle of Mud, she hates me. No shit. No shit. And I've got the tapes where I was like making the demo and stuff, and then we practice it as a band, this cheap, cheesy, idiot band that was in. Uh, but it's the exact same chorus. She fucking hates me. Mine was, I fucking hate you. What the fuck? No shit. And it's the same chords. <laughs> and the, the verses are a little bit different, but the vocal pattern's kind of sure. similar. And But there's no date. I didn't <laughs> Yo, go in the studio and wrote it. Crazy, it was man. weird. And I was just talking yeah. about a single riff. You, you, the whole the song. song. Wow. And it goes in from clean because it was that Nirvana phase and yeah it's yeah and I'll play it now like we played it as a cover song a couple times um because I can't and I've I've mixed the two I've started playing and I sang some of my old lyrics on the on the on the the puddle mud song I'm like fuck I can't do that and then yeah it's it's weird and I have the tape and I wish I could like there was a way to say dude was at our show and or some way shape or form no, or it's no it's pure coincidence at, uh insane one in a billion coincidence yeah. but That's yeah a wild one. and to be in the same kind of i mean it's just like two years apart Ours maybe was just like a i think like a chorus riff it just mm-hmm. it, but it was i mean it was same pick and pattern and everything i was like that's what you get for trying to emulate yeah and not like and, and, and i was my first band so i didn't really have a style of my own. I was just kind of pulling from all the things I liked and being like, Oh, let's try this. So it's not surprising that I ended up writing something basically the same as I was trying to emulate instead of just like taking all the things, mishmashing and being myself. It takes a while on that shit. And I literally started playing guitar a year later was in a band. So I had no business. Oh, Oh, hell yeah. You did. Yeah, you did. I'll show you some of them demos, bro. I had no Oh, you probably probably sucked. Oh, yeah, <laughs> no offense, but, no, no. but you had every business being in a band. All offense. Yeah. It was bad. <laughs> <laughs> but that's part of it. Look yeah. where you're at now. Yeah, that's true. So, it was um, definitely part of the journey. It yeah. was a laughable one. I mean, I'm still friends with two of the guys, and we we, we have good good chuckles over it. That's awesome. Yeah. See, if you hadn't done that, you wouldn't be here making millions of pesos. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Which is twenty five dollars. Actually, this thing, this thing, as much like my music career, costs me money. <laughs> yes, amen. I actually was just writing in my notebook, like you know, I like to write down like this, 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 like this is my goal, this is my thing, this is what oh, I want to yeah. do, and uh, so yeah, just to like try to level up band, bands, and and this, like, yeah, move everything up, just even in just one notch. Yeah, I'll take a notch, just like some something coming through more frequently. Yeah. 
That's exactly what I do with music. Talking about those goals where I want to play Vino's. I want to play here. I want to play the Metroplex. I want to open for a touring band. So it's those little things. The State Fair was one. I want to get to where we play the State Fair. There's nobody there, but fuck it, we did it. You know, all those things. Um, I played a show in front of one fucking person one time. Amen. Played every fucking song, and they got the same show that if 10,000 would have been there. Oh, God, we went to. it was a journalist for a local zine. She was the only person that showed up, and it did us good. She wrote a whole exactly. So I, I tell uh, any any band, artist, whatever. I'm like, if there's one person there, play, because you never know who that one person well, they, is. And they paid their money. Mm-hmm. They paid for the show. It's, yeah. it's not their fault. You can't bring a fucking audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Give them the damn show. Yeah, it was. Um, Don't be pissed off about it. Learn. Yeah, I was listening to uh, Sting had like an audio book. It was like a one hour thing. Talk about the police and all this mm-hmm. stuff because um, I'm a huge police fan sure. and sting and, and stuff but he was talking about um, when the police came here and played they played some show in New York it was a dive bar um, was it CBGB? no one CBGB no. but they just played CBGB for like the first time and he said there was like 10 people there or something which yeah but when it was first started that was when CBGB's first started. Okay. And then they went and played in New York, and he said there was four people in the show. And they were all scattered out. Uh-huh. Um, so he's like, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. Let's go. And he's like, gathered the people and said, hey, could y'all sit up front and stuff? And he said they put on their full show. He ripped his shirt off, was sweating, doing they, – they laid it all out on the stage. And then when they got done, all the people – those four people were like, hey, that was great. Girl. Turned out one was a radio DJ out of New York City. Another one was a record label, yeah, dude. Another one was a magazine, dude. And that's what kickstarted on to. This is a bunch of industry yeah. heads just hanging out, having a beer. Exactly. In the middle, yeah. stings in your fucking... And then turned the them into the right. place. You know? Um, so anytime we get to a show, we played... Tulsa, Oklahoma. We got up there, and it was a bar in Tulsa, um, and it was to the bar staff. Hell yeah. That was it. Nobody else was in it. It happened to be some feminist festival or something where uh, Pink was playing, like, literally across the freeway. We, so we, we played a uh, show at Nashville, the Country Music Awards. Oh, the shit. Reba McIntyre was also down the street. And then oh, shit. Fucking, and, then, uh, and there was some other, like, fair thing also down the street. <laughs> and there were, like, seven bands on this show. Yeah. And there might have been eight people in that More, more band people in the show. It, I'm pretty sure. I think there was eight people yeah. paid. But these people, this was in 09. And this is how far ahead of time these fucking guys were. They were live streaming it back then. Wow. website. Really? So we called all our friends. Can you believe? And now it's like the most common shit. I got all this shit up here. I can live stream right now from a oh, yeah. moment's notice in 4K. They were doing it with a fucking. Remember the Sony Handyman? Yeah. It was one of those on Holy a tripod crap. from the, like hanging upside down from the ceiling. And we called everyone. Yo, we're going to be on the internet, you know? Like, yeah. we were live. They're like, what? Do we oh, have shit. like 40 people tuned in? Damn. There was more people watching on this shitty website. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> but hey it's you know, nine. that's awesome they were they were with it they should have registered that or patented it <laughs> i mean they just i don't know that was, was smart very smart and now i wish i think that's part of our talks it's like how can we 
do more of that. Maybe not, because like doing our yeah. live streaming was very, very difficult. It's not an easy process. It's no. a lot of time. Yeah. It's very, very like thought consuming. Uh, but how can you mold those two things together at least even once a year to make like a thing? Yeah. And, you know, and then the, the ideas just start flowing out of you. Like, what if we did this or what if we did that? Yeah. Or, you know, this or that. But I think it's viable. Yeah, it's it's got to be. You know, <clears throat> especially especially to grow your audience. <clears throat> like, say, like, say you're just broke as fuck, which a lot of musicians are broke as fuck. 99.9%. <laughs> well, so what's the harm? Say you have a laptop, a fucking yeah. iPhone, and a, and a decent internet connection. Start a YouTube channel. Every yeah. time your band fucking plays, and then y'all share the links out. Well, now it's not just local Arkansas Little Rock who's going to have the chance to see you. Yeah. It's anyone who finds it from anywhere in the whole damn globe. Yeah, and I think I think that's the key to it is the community aspect. Sure. Having other bands and other stuff share it and promote it and do that. That's an awesome idea, you know, because it it helps. If there's other bands on that yeah, too, exactly. you share them you with their your fan base and vice versa. And be like, hey, I'm, y'all want to live stream tonight? Like, do y'all want a part of it? Like, no money. Yeah. Like, take the money out of it. The money will come after. It might be a damn good way to get your foot in the door other places too. Yeah, here's here's the link. Exactly, you know? links and link yeah. share like this, and you can go on a QR codes. Back See? to <laughs> bring it back around. Full circle. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I mean, as I'm saying it out loud, sometimes I just have like a stream of thoughts, and it's like that's not it's that's not that's, bad either. No, that's it's not bad. It's Especially awesome. If you're new, and, or or just fucking straight up broke, and plus. Maybe your friend has a laptop you don't. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Fuck it. Bring your PC. Set that shit up. Yeah. If there ain't that many people there, you ain't got too much to worry about. Yeah, it's probably not that many people Just there. Set your girlfriend watch it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Dude, yeah. I've played so many fucking shows in front of no one. That's that's the sad thing. That's what God, so many people are like, Oh my god, you're in a band and you tour and stuff like that. And I'm like, Yeah, it's not that glamorous. Everybody. Yeah, it's, it's you spend mostly. eight hours in a truck or van or a car yeah. and then get to the venue, load in sound check, then sit in the back for three hours. Oh, guess how you shower? Mm. Wet naps. Welcome yeah. to the party. If if you're that lucky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And an old pair of underwear, like fuck, man. Or if you're if you're a high collar artist like we are, uh, you have a Planet Fitness membership, a black card oh, that you great. can get. Yeah, I've, I've told a lot of musicians that. Like, if you're touring, get truck stops. Twenty twenty five dollars a month. Planet Fitness black fitness or black card. You could get any Planet Fitness. Just go in and shower, and then you got you can fill up your water bottles in there. You can, you and know, they give pizza away on certain days, right? Yeah, like pe- or some shit. I, I, I never understood that. Hey, that. come in and lose weight. By the way, here's some pizza and here's, here's bagel Fridays. Yeah. yeah, but it's free. Really yeah, from from mean, musician. It, yeah, it's a solid. Yeah. I don't even know if we've ever even mentioned that on here. Yeah, bands looking to tour, get a damn gym membership. Yep. Find the gym that's most in the area you're going. Like if it's Planet Fitness or Tim Fitness or whoever, yeah. Golds, whoever it is, LA. Just get a, me- a short-term membership, and there's Derek again. <laughs> Dude, you are on one today. Shit. What's up? Well, he heard Planet Fitness and was like, I got to support. He's like, I'm fit. <laughs> you can't have my beer. Yeah. <clears throat> well, just stay right there and we'll be fine. But he, uh, but they, uh, but they, that, they, that's a great yeah. tip. I actually, for, I, I haven't thought about that in a while because I haven't toured in a long time, but that's a great one. Yeah. It's, um, little things like that, Planet Fitness, 
uh, you know, there's uh, oh another one, a toaster. Oh, they plug in anywhere, and you can cook a lot of shit in a toaster. Yeah, you can. Yeah, bread, hot dogs. That's a big one. Yeah, shove fucking pack of hot dogs in a toaster, and you're all eating for a buck fifty. Uh, coffee pot is a good one too, because um, you can cook ramen noodles, pasta, right, pasta. Um, bunch of stuff in that. Learned those from hotel living for a while, getting snowed in in hotels when travel for the day job. Uh, but yeah, uh, we did a we we made a so with I took a grill, you know, gutted it and stuck an electric griddle in it. So oh, in the cage, we had pots, pans. We would go to Walmart every stop, get like spaghetti sauces a dollar. There was like seven of yeah. us, I think. And so we're feeding a lot of fucking mouths. We're having to be real clever. But every venue's got a fucking outlet on the outside of it. Mm-hmm. Roll up. We pulled the grill out first, set it up. Somebody had run to the store. Bada bing, bada boom, dude. We're eating. Oh, you. you I mean, just an extension cord. Run extension cord from the dude, stage all the way yeah, out we, to we, the we van. I don't think. Yeah. The, I think we got. We ate out in Nashville, and that's because we were in Nashville. So, like, went in Rome to, you know, yeah. do as the Romans do. So, we were like, yeah, we're going to fucking have fun in Nashville because we had a day off. And But other than that, I don't think we bought a single meal, like, fast yeah. food meal. We saved a fortune just cooking food. Yeah, on it's. Hot plate. If you get the. If you book the right venues, find ones that offer you food, too. That's great. That's great, um, too. And then uh, we always went up to the venue and said, hey, we water give us as much water as you can because they're like oh yeah water's free but alcohol you only get one beer and stuff and we're like no can we get a couple buckets of water yeah and then one bucket goes to the truck yeah one bucket to the stage and then we got water for the way back that or um, the next venue might not have it exactly that too. that too um yeah that's happened a few times uh but yeah and then learn walmart parking lots and you can park at anywhere because you know there's a lot of rv parks or you know, truck stops. Truck stops, but that shit gets dicey. Yeah, that gets dicey. Yeah. Um, and now then are closed now. Yeah, and the truck stops. They, if you're not a truck, like yeah. a semi or something, they don't really don't like you there. Yeah. Um, so, but Walmart parking lots. That's why you see a lot of RVs and stuff in Walmart parking lot, and they support it. Yep. So they're not going to come out there and bug you. Nope. Um, sleep. Yeah, it's kind of hard to get some curtains for your van if you can afford it. And some of them have security. That run around the parking lots. Some do. Um, So I've slept in, you know, doing solo tours. Just pull out Walmart, parked there, then went to the gym the next morning, showered, worked out (laughs) stuff, and then rolled on. You know, there's cheap, effective ways to do it. That's a good conversation. Mm -hmm. I should do a whole podcast on just that. Like tips and tricks for touring. Tricks for touring because there's a lot of them, man. They actually make a special toaster for hot dogs. You ever heard of a hot diggity dogger? No. It'll toast two That's a good buns. album name. <laughs> <laughs> It'll toast two buns and two hot dogs. Holy shit. All at the same time. I and didn't know that. Just plunk, and then boom, you got two hot dogs. That's it's pretty like cool. 20 bucks on Amazon, man. I will check that out. <laughs> I will check that out because I'm, I'm still going to build the van to do solo tour. Still uh, planning on it? Yeah, I'm probably not because uh, now I quit my other day job that was traveling around, which kind of going back to Travel supporting work. the the passion um i did that travel job because i could do music and acting anytime i wanted no 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 i mean my daughter's older and out on her own and stuff like that uh so now i'm divorced and you know the typical musician thing yeah um 
rock on, dude. Exactly. Yeah. So I was like, oh, fuck, why, why do I have a house here? It was basically, because I was, I was on the road 20, 25 days a month. Already anyway? Yeah, that was my day job. I would leave, like, fly out on a Monday. Sure. And then I would go, because I went to companies and did OSHA, EPA training okay. and stuff. I was a safety guy. Yeah. But I would help consult them. So I'd fly out Monday morning. Then I would teach or consult Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And I'd bounce around like I'd fly to Philly and then Boston mm-hmm. and then here, here. Fly home Friday afternoon or, you know, Friday morning. Load up the van and stuff. And then we would do tours all weekend. We would Friday, Saturday drive home Sunday and then sometimes I fly out Sunday night or Monday morning and then gone. So I would come home, I would have tour bag, day job bag, and I would just switch out bags. Um, and there was some, I I remember one show we flew, I flew in from California, left LA at 1130 at night, got in at eight o'clock in the morning, met the guys at my house at nine and then we bolted on a tour. So that was my life. And, Till COVID, and then when COVID hit, I, I stopped. Why you were trying to just go do one? Yeah, shit. and that that didn't include the acting. So I had like acting gigs that in between band stuff. I said if I didn't do music, yeah. I'd do acting. Oh yeah, and it was it was mostly like background bit parts so, stuff yeah, like that. But uh, yeah, travel channel shit and uh, but, but yeah, so all that would mix in, and then COVID, I didn't travel at all. No music, no oh, acting, yeah. no nothing. So I kind of I quit the the day job now work for a hospital, but they're they're cool about music and stuff too. But oh, I haven't nice. I don't know if we'll go back to full time touring like I was thinking about. Yeah, where it's just we'll always see. on. Yeah. Well, if but, you can find a job where it's like, oh, you're sending me to Philly, cool. And then you just start googling venues in Philly. That's exactly what I did. And then at night, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I taught. And now I'm going to fucking busk, even busking. Shit, yeah. it's pretty lucrative in some cities. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly what I, I did. I would, if I knew I was going to be in South Carolina or yeah. Philly or if, anytime I went out to California, um, if I knew like two weeks from now I'm going to be in California, I would get Bring on my dang beach, man. In California. Yeah. Well, I go to my acting websites and I'm like, okay, what jobs are here? And I would get like a background job here, bit part audition here. And then I would do like a solo gig here. I'd call my booking agent and say, hey, you got anything in California in cool, two weeks? Cool. And so I would day job and then night job it. And yeah. So, it, it, I mean, it worked out, but I learned all those little tips and tricks of, because a day job paid per diem, night yeah. job didn't pay crap. No. <laughs> so, so, um, so I like craft services on the acting gig. I would like load up. There you go. And then take all that back. All these and, bagels are free, right? All right, sick. You going to need some more bagels. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there was some of the films, it's like we had like prime rib and stuff. I'm like, so this is free, right? Yeah, yeah, They're like, yeah. yeah. I'm like, <laughs> sweet. So I'm at the hotel later going. Believe it or not, yeah. I'm on a 10,000 calorie a day diet. Yeah, it's 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 a health I'm thing. I'm trying to get shredded. It's for a roll. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't think about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to it's bulk for up for a roll. Yeah. For yeah. Over the hey, next damn hit. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's my van. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> my van, right? Shit. Damn. <laughs> hey, whatever works. But that would be a cool podcast, you know, doing one on just tour tips and yeah. Because yeah. there's a lot of shit you can do, and people tell me little tidbits, and you know, you gather knowledge. I've worked a ton of shows. I've worked with a thousand touring bands. Yeah, and you see shit. I mean, I've seen shit as crazy as like they have a fucking kitchen for real. You know, like they cook all their own food for like a whole tour. Oh shit. 
Yeah, like a chef, everything. Pulls up, a semi turns into a full-blown kitchen, and you go load a 15-passenger van full of groceries, and they're just cooking all day long. Holy crap. Yeah, that's awesome. Now, can we tour with that? (laughs) If you're a tray, you, yes. Oh, that makes sense. (laughs) Wow, damn. It was pretty cool. And the food was awesome. I bet. <laughs> the chef was really good. Oh, my God. <laughs> but the semi was even cooler. It was my favorite part of the whole damn show. God. <laughs> I, I, even if we were like some big, huge van like that, I don't think we would ever, I don't know, I couldn't imagine having like a chef tour behind. That's I'd still really want, bad, y'all have pizza? <laughs> like Little Caesars anywhere nearby? I can get like two of those. Do we get free pizza with this thing? You're getting $10,000 a show. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, but is there free pizza? <laughs> Yeah, dude, there's three. Okay, yes, we'll do it. Awesome. Dude. I mean, we're still, I mean, we're not even, even when we, some of those shows that would have green rooms and stuff like that, we never hung out in the green room. That's shocking. I mean, the green room still shocks me. Like, I know. What? And, there, and there's some, yeah, there's bands that, that's all they do. They go straight to a green room and then they stay there and then they come out on stage and go and I'm like... I mean, we never even go check out the green room. We're up front going, yeah, awesome. We, did, we didn't stay in like the like rock stars, but we did get a green room on tour once, and they had Wi-Fi in every room. Holy so, crap. crap. Dude, it was so awesome because you've been days without it at this point. You know? Oh, God, yeah. And you're trying to like – and we had one of those old-school GPSs <laughs> where you had to pre-do all the shit. So you're going in, updating everything. Yeah, so we're like going in, like fixing them. We're like, oh, this is amazing. I'm like, oh, my laptop. Yeah, that, see, that's <laughs> different. That's a necessity. Well, and at the time, it was so rare. Wi-Fi, yeah. fucking hell. Now it's like, ah, oh, it's just in the sky. Just grab some of it. It's free. Yeah. You know? Get the kitchen Wi-Fi. <laughs> We're, we're over here on the stage Wi-Fi, <laughs> and then you got the sound booth Wi-Fi. It's like, what? Yeah, everything's on Wi-Fi, dude. we got to have enough to power this whole bitch. The password sound guy Rick is an ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All caps. But yeah, we home fucking... That, it, it, yeah. Was, it was truly trippy to be in your own room. We were like, man, this is weird. Yeah. This is what everyone does all the time? Like, they're just alone? Man. So we were in there for a little bit, updated our shit. They, yeah, that's different. And then yeah. went out and like was mingling, and because I'm, I, COVID really shined a light. Yeah. Uh, on how much I actually like being social. Yeah, that was I, that's it's weird. I got really like, uh, like just kind of like drained all the time. Just like, man, fuck, I want to go do something, but then you're like, well, I can't. Call yeah. people, and people hate talking on the fucking phones. It's like just. Play video games or watch Netflix. I'm like, I fucking hate this. I never turn that thing on. Bought a big ass right. television. Never fucking use it. Oh, mine's burnt out. I do, I do, this, I do this stuff. I like a computer, teach oh. myself new tricks. Like I stay on my phone, like watching YouTube tutorials and shit. Oh, Just yeah. trying to get, I'm trying to like, like I was talking about leveling up. So I'm trying mm-hmm. to learn all the things about all this new stuff. And not just for my podcast, but that if I learn it for this, my bands benefit yeah, from it, like absolutely. all that stuff. I mean, this shit's just as expensive. <laughs> it's more expensive. I've um, over COVID, I decided. Into it. Yeah, I started because we rehearse in, in my basement, um, and it's just a rehearsal space. But I was like, you know what? I'll make a home studio. Yeah. I got fucking. I've downloaded Logic. I got, you know, uh, started buying some of the stuff. I'm realizing. And put more money into because we were just going to use it as a demo, not like we were going oh, just like so, just to hear it back, hear yeah, it back, yeah. and then like work on some solo stuff. So when we went to 
because we're a hardcore Wolfman studio, Tedford. Sure. So when we go to his studio, I'm not spending two days trying right. to figure out a lead part and listen to Jason just uh-huh. <sighs> every time I try. Uh, <laughs> and they go, no, nah, that was okay. I'm like, no, tell me the truth. Yeah, it sucked. Yeah. But anyway, um, so we can like work that out and hash out songs, but Man, I'm chucking more money and money into it. It's like, everything. well, this mic's okay. Let me let me get this mic because then it's it's, in, it's in it's hardcore in your head. And you're like, like this is what we're talking on now. It's yeah, good. it's good enough. It's a fucking podcast. But it, it could be a little better. A little more, you know. I notice on these podcasts where these people make three hundred thousand dollars an episode, that's a little more round sounding on the low end of the. Board. And then you get, well, what are they? And then you look at, oh, mm-hmm. gosh, okay, so four hundred for the mic. Then you gotta have a hundred dollar cloud lifter, and then all this shit. And you're like, okay, so for four people, it's two grand. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> talking to fucking microphones. Yeah, just yeah. to have a conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Four grand to have a conversation. It's like, crap. And we're looking at the same thing. It's going to be like four or five grand just to record a demo that we used to do on that. Yeah, just sit <laughs> in the middle of a fucking yeah. room and. Hope for the best, but I want I want to add a tom here. So, well, that two channel thing won't work. So no. I need a sixty four channel. Now I gotta get two interfaces, <laughs> and they're a grand a piece now. You know? And then I need a preamp for that mic. And then this so, yeah, this, this one needs a preamp. Yeah, this yep. SM fifty seven isn't enough. Let me get a Newman <laughs> and look oh, it up and go. Start looking at those never mind. Yeah, now you're now you're real fucked. Yeah, no, it's like, back to. Back to SM57. How do I get twenty five hundred dollars in eight days? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hello, OnlyFans. <laughs> Crap, I'm in the hole. Want to see my butthole? I think they do. You start lying to yourself and shit. Yeah, dude, I've been through all. And then my account's in the negative. I didn't make any money. I've spent money. Because I needed at least a couple likes, so I paid myself for likes. Oh, like, shit. yeah. Light bills do. Fuck, man. Yeah, not that I did that, by the way, but. <laughs> I fucking, yeah, at this point, it's like, yo, comfortable living, staying at home. Yeah, whatever. I would do almost anything. Yeah. Just to be able to, like, focus on this shit more than just, like, construction, that's all, that's my whole day. I fucking just took up half my weekend. Yeah. You know? Spent three hours working on that. And so it's just like, and I've been doing it since I was a kid, man. I've had a job since I was yeah. 14, like, manual labor. I'm just like, I'm kind of over this shit. I oh yeah! Like to do this podcast or a band or something, fucking uh, intern at a radio station that doesn't exist anymore. Oh god! Yeah, they're just apartment building. They're they're this now. Yeah, but they have a antenna on their roof. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, yeah. It's all different. So I know. Adjust. Adjust. Adapt. Figure out new ways of doing things. I, I stayed and... by humbug long enough to not give up. And then to be like, all right, it's just different. You just yeah. got to figure it out now. That's where I kind of have where this podcast came from. Oh, really? Like, yeah. It was just like, all right, just, we're going to just start. Just do something. Just figure yeah. it out. Yeah. yeah. And it's been cool. It's been fun. Learned a lot of shit. I bet. I bet. And you got to listen to the kids because guess what? They know all this shit. Oh, whatever. They do. Oh, whatever. <laughs> ah, fuck them. Like, hey, you want more <laughs> no, yeah. people coming to your show? Yes. Well, mm-hmm. here's how we do it. And you're like, Damn, it works. All right, well, yeah. let me try. And you're like, fuck, it does work. They're not, I mean, you know, they're crazy because they're kids. I, I was crazy as fuck. The fact I'm alive is kind of awesome. Yeah. Uh, You know, and then, but 
fuck, dude. It works. changed yeah. after I got out of high school. Like, I just, I just missed all of it all the time. <laughs> it was right behind me the entire time. Mm-hmm. It was like running from a fucking tsunami, and then eventually it caught up, and now we're kind of like, I'm like 38 figuring it out. But yeah. Better late than never. Oh, I know. I'm in the exact same boat. <clears throat> Just not thirty eight, but <laughs> the exact same boat. But it's my day. yeah, yeah. <laughs> my day, which was yesterday, um, which was kind of the playing Midtown thing for us. Of remember old Juanitas? Oh God, yeah, it was awesome. And even the the old new Juanitas <laughs> that doesn't exist anymore. Um, the second wave of Juanitas that moved over to yeah, yeah. the river market. Uh, but yeah, old Juanitas was fucking awesome. Cause they had some huge bands come through there. Some you know? of the biggest. Yeah. And then the sound system was awesome. All EV, and, all yeah. local. You know, that used to be an Arkansas home brand. EV was really? here. Oh yeah. I didn't know that. And, uh, who was the sound? What was his name, dude? Fuck. What, not Mike. What was his name? Shit. Dave. Dave's sound man. Dave's not here, man. Uh, he would just, oh, this broke. Drive it up. I think it was in Monticello or Mountain Home. One of the two. One of the M's. Oh, okay. And they'd fix it in factory. Bring it back. Oh wait, yeah. Um, was it at the Klipsch factory? Maybe. Because Klipsch is made was was made here, and they Makes sold sense. to Craco of all things. Okay. Yeah, Klipsch speakers is now made by Craco. Interesting. You know, the shitty ass. Yeah, yeah. Spe- yeah but yeah, they, Klipsch had a, I think it was in Hope. Um, but I, they may have made EV there too. I don't know. I just remember it used to be. It's wow. not anymore. Oh, really? It's okay. Yeah, then it's sold or whatever. I mean, everything, you know. Yeah. Probably something, you know, fuck, I don't know. I don't know. I guess sound gear wasn't really a bot thing for a year and a half. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Know? But no, yeah, go. No production companies, no, you know, no sound engineers. No one's doing anything. Mm. So it's like, Shit, I didn't even think about that. Fuck, I just yeah. thought about that. All the people who make all the shit for music, the guitar manufacturers, I mean, they might have still been okay. Yeah, I mean, some of them kind of... sound guys were probably... Fuck, man. I think the the Gimf- uh, Gibson Memphis factory oh, closed down. Yeah, um, I think Fender closed a branch. Um, yeah, I mean, even that's dwindling down man. and stuff. Well, you, so. and you don't, I mean, I'm a massive Fender guy. I have I was four too. Yeah. Different ones and like I just love them and but you kind of don't need those kinds of guitar companies anymore. You can go to a guy literally we have fry guitars here. Yeah. And they make dope ass guitars. And I'm sure if you called them they could make you something that would fit more your necessity. Mhm. And it's awesome and it plays just as good as any Fender or Gibson could ever play. And it's locally sourced, cool-ass people. They'll talk to you. I can't yep. get on the phone with Leo fucking Fender. Well, he's dead, but still. <laughs> if you did, I, I mean. get on the ghost phone with Leo Fender, like, you know. I'm going to seance Leo Fender tonight. <laughs> oh, Leo, come to us. Please tell me about this single coil pickup. <laughs> uh, why? <laughs> what was the point? Dumbass. <laughs> Why don't you make more humbucker variations? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I have my Nashville telly. That thing's a shit. But I did oh, put shit. a Hot Rails in it. Oh, really? Yeah, I completely fucked the value. Because I bought the original one. The oh, original wow. Line, yeah. When they did the first run of them. Like, I don't know that. I just bought it because I liked it, but I didn't. Yeah. Know. Turns out it was the first run. And uh, 
changed it up, like rewired it so the the five way switch worked in reverse. Oh wow! Uh-huh. Yeah, because as I was playing it, was just I kept hitting it for the thing I needed, so I just turned the damn thing around. Yeah, and, that makes uh, sense. So I did, you know, and I stole vintage knobs off a of vintage guitar and put them on there. So like the value of it's yeah. completely shot the hell. But whatever. it's still yeah. I had a, a first run Jag Sting when they first came out. Hell yeah. Um, like the first ones that in the, in the dropped. 90s. Yeah, and yeah. pawned it. I needed electric bill or something like that oh, and geez, pawned it. always the first yeah. shit we get rid of. I've had so much shit that's worth so much money now, and I'm just oh, like, yeah. I'm a fucking idiot. Yep, I had a American Strat. I did the same thing. I think I needed a driveway port or something, and it was like... I don't need this guitar. I'm not uh, doing anything. And then, yeah, now... Fuck uh, a driveway. Well, I was, yeah, I was married and had to do that shit at the time. Now? Oh, hell no. <laughs> need electric bill? Well, I just... I don't need lights. I don't, I don't, you know what? I, <laughs> I have an acoustic need, over yeah, here. What do I need electric for? That's it. Yeah. I'm going to keep the Fender. <laughs> I mean, I mean, and I was I was hardcore Fender. Too. I still am. I love Fender, but now... I'm Ibanez. Semi- all over the place? Or you yeah. Just, oh, Ibanez. Semi-hollow okay. body. The art core. Oh, yeah, I got uh, one right there. Oh, the sweet. Okay. Yeah, that I just... Because I've always they had like strats. Sound good, too. Fucking, sure. yeah. On a 4x12? I mean, just amazing. So I got an art core S53 or something. I know. It they was weird. shit, then awesome. Then shit to get in. And then... Now they're back. Yeah, it's like, now they're damn, back. y'all did it. Yeah. And they're they're kind of a, a small company. I thought they were huge. Yeah, I thought they were huge, but they they have a facility in Pennsylvania, Ben Salem, Pennsylvania, and then one more facility somewhere else, and that that's it. Um, Japan. Well, they have a lot of Japan made. Ibanez. I think it maybe maybe it is Japan. One of the cheaper ones is Japan. Yeah, I think. Yeah. But uh, but I think they have one more American oh, facility. American I think I think it may be in is California. It Pennsylvania. But Pennsylvania, Ben Salem, Pennsylvania is their headquarters. Okay. Because um, my the company I work for, the safety company, was I'm to remember the back like, of the necks, the names I've seen. Yeah. Um, and I can't remember what they do at, at the Pennsylvania, but uh, but I was hardcore Fender, only Fender. That's all I touch. Um, and I go to Guitar Center and always grab this one art core. I'm like, God, it looks cool. It sounds cool. I play a little bit and I put it back. And then I go back and I play it again. I'm like... No, 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 no. For like two years. And finally one day I pulled the trigger and it's it's like a $399 guitar. Yeah. You know, um sounds amazing. We've I've Guitars recorded don't have to cost two grand anymore. No, my yeah. um I have a jazz master that I I pick them, I'll play clean and stuff like that. Anytime we're we're working on new songs or go in the studio, I'll play on that. And all that everybody's like, eh, grab your black guitar, which is the art core. <clears throat> I'm an ass. They're like, no, just grab the black guitar again. And I'll grab my $399 black guitar. And then bam, that's what's on every album. I'll do leads and stuff. I'll grab like a telly or something like that. Sure. But yeah, it's it's just. Isn't that wild? And then I got a second one as a backup, of like a green. Um, I think it's an AS73. And I don't even play it. Ibanez? Yeah, it's Ibanez. It's, yeah. it's the same things is semi hollow body but i don't even play it i'll grab it for one song and i'll put it back and i'll grab my black one again so it's like it's comfortable you find one guitar that it's a sound and everything uh, you like and mine. Mine yeah my, it's a it's the 
it's the solid body telly they came out with a couple years back. The one that's like neck through, which is like a solid piece of wood. Yeah, um, yeah. Humbucker. It's very experimental for a Telecaster. It's more of like a uh, rock guitar, like for like heavy. Yeah. And uh, dude, I, I love it. I yeah. absolutely love it. I, I I went and I put Fishman influences in it, and I just I can't. Every time oh, I yeah. pick up a guitar, I'm just like, yeah, you know. And then I just grab that one. That one's my favorite. Yeah, you just have your comfortable yeah, thing. Just, my fingers fit in the frets perfect. I yeah. I don't miss as much with like other guitars, and I don't know much about what frets. I've been playing guitar for so long. I'm, I should know way more about what's like medium and jumbo. But I'm like, oh, I don't know shit the, about the big anything. Ones. I yeah. just like the spacing to be more than this because I got these mitts. <laughs> you know? Oh, I don't even know. I have bass players come up and say, you know, what what phrasing and tuning and scale was that? And I'm like, huh? Seven. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, that, yeah. W- that was in a Mixeldorian <laughs> fellatio range. <laughs> yeah, I, know, I know jack yeah. shit about anything just, music. Yeah, just play it. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, that, that black guitar... Um, Speaking Ugga Duggas. Ugga Yeah, that's that's a good one. The one Ugga, two Dugga, boom and tap. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. yeah. I we speak the same language, yeah, man. Yeah. Um my, my drummer Glenn right now is going, Oh God, stop, stop. Uh yeah, my, my, that black guitar. I just took it to Renown music. Renown? Renown. Yeah. Oh, the shit. I and it was the first time I I went in there and um first time I set it up ever. I like um and our shows oh like I'll bend the neck every show and I've had guitars come up going, dude, you're going to break it. I'm like, I fucking know, but it's just the last song every show. And, uh, but I finally broke, um, uh, well, no, not the trust rod, the plug in. See, I don't even know input jack. jack. See, I don't even know that. Um, but uh, it's really, it's an output jack, but yeah, yeah. I I snapped in and broke some of the wood and stuff. So I was like, fuck it. I'll take it up there. And was having them fix that and just restring it. And I was like, you know, go ahead and set it up. I mean, it's, I haven't had it. it and, shit. and that's what he said. He's like, do you like the action like this? I was like, yeah, that's pretty set. And he looked at the neck and he goes, have you been bending this? Uh-huh. I was like, yeah, a little bit. He's like, a lot? I was like, like every show? And he's like, how many shows? I'm thinking hundreds. <laughs> yeah. So he put the bar on there and I swear it was a good. I mean, it was bad, half inch. Damn, yeah, oh, put that long scale. Yeah, he's like, yeah. I mean, we we can fix this, but it's going to change the the action. I was like, whatever you want. No, that that was like two weeks ago. And he, he's like, yeah, we'll we'll probably be like, I took it on Friday, and he's like, yeah, probably be Tuesday. I was like, well, take your time. They're they're probably like looking at it, going, he fucked this guitar. They probably like have the next set in a fucking vice, so it will straighten back out, so they get a new truss rod down. Got a whole like steam machine, steaming (laughs) it, going. It it can't be fixed, Captain. It's just like holding everything together. Yeah. Come on, baby. Yeah. Uh, They have a a buddy of mine works there, and they have a fucking rock and roll program for children. Yes, I saw that or I read about it. I just want to say that's the coolest fucking thing. It's like that's freaking awesome. School of rock, but in real life, if you have yeah. a kid who wants to get into music or something, like he sent me some tapes of their very first time playing together, and I was just like, dude, I just yeah. biggest smile because it's like that's how you influence kids to get in or help kids who just can't. You know, they have gear they can yeah. play. 
Well, the, fucking sick, dude. Yeah, to kind of take it back full circle, what we started <laughs> this on. Yeah. Um, that shot when I walked in, because I, you know, I followed him on Facebook and oh, stuff, yeah. and you know, um, so when I when I knew I needed my guitar worked on, I was like, well, I want to go somebody local support and stuff, not go to the place we won't speak of on name, <laughs> um, the corporate place, but um, which is good too, not not, not saying anything bad, but um, but when I walked in, I was like, this reminds me of the old school music guitar shops yeah. and guitar shops and stuff, the yeah holy fuck, and, you know, they had all the used gear and new gear and stuff and some amps. I was like, holy shit, y'all got some pedals in here. And then they had people teaching them lessons and stuff. And it was like 4.30 on a Friday, um, maybe 5 o'clock. And uh, it's like, holy crap, and he came up. It was cool as shit. You know, he's yeah. like, hey, man, let's look at him. We were just talking about shows and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, he wasn't, like, giving me crap, like, some of the other places like oh my god you run this guitar he's like dude you like bent the crap out of this didn't you i was yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah kind of did <laughs> yeah like very personable yeah, yeah. and it was a cool place i was like okay i'm gonna come back yeah. you know uh, i'm gonna hang out here probably <laughs> so um but it was a, it was a really cool place what was that place on baseline back in the day stonehenge, stonehenge. yeah, yeah. they had jfk and uh yep. geyer was it Ge- yeah, Geyer. Geyer, Geyer Springs. Geyer that's, Springs. That's it. And then they had the place on JFK. Um, they were pretty cool, too. No, yeah. dude, man. I used to go into, like, that was my, like, my high school days. I'm actually friends with Barry on Facebook now. Really? Dude, he found me. Holy crap. I can't fucking believe it. I was like, oh, my God, Barry Ellis, man. How the fuck are wow. you? Wow. That guy, man. A lot of, lot of skipping school, <laughs> hanging out at fucking Stonehenge, man. Let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Supposed to be going to Metro. Man. We're stopping at Stonehenge and we ain't going to Metro. Man, I was telling that story earlier today. We were talking about Stonehenge. That's odd. Um, me and Glenn were talking about Stonehenge because I was mentioning, was playing a song. It sounded like an old hair metal song. Um, I was talking about the first band I was ever in. We went to Stonehenge and I wrote a hot check to, <laughs> to, a hot check to get a PV 2x12 amp and a buddy of mine a drum set so we could start a band it, it was like 650 buck hot check and i knew i was getting some money back so it was not it was but it was still hot uh-huh. i didn't care but i was like 18 19 yeah, and you're writing yeah, a hot check yeah. um back when that was a thing yeah and then we went and played you know tried to play the instruments back and then like five days later it probably was barry called yeah. it was like that check bounced i was like i'm sorry he's like if you just bring the shit back, we'll, we'll tear up the check. Just bring it back. I'm like, okay, I'll bring it back right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, took it all cool, back. Cool. Took it all in. And he's like, um, will you pay for the heads? I was like, did I got like 40 bucks? Something like that. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. He's like, just give me the 40 bucks. And he ripped hey. the check up and everything. And I was like, I'm so sorry, man. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, don't, don't arrest me and all that. Yeah, and he's like, shit. yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to be a rocker, man. I'm sorry. Then, yeah, but every other time I came in there after that, he's like, cash only, yeah, man. Yeah, I was sure. like, yeah. here, I get guitar strings and stuff like that. And I, would, I started messing with him later. I was like, do you take a check? He's like, he just flipped me off. I'm like, okay, here's cash. Yeah, yeah. Dude. <laughs> it was cool, though. It was a good place. Oh, it was awesome. One of, do you remember Boyd's, too? Was it oh, cool God, singers? yeah. 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 Sigler's was fucking short-lived as fuck. Yeah, true. Um, I forgot about Boyd's. Um, there's his son recorded my band's first album. Oh really? Remember Boyd and hit and he used to do Sound of Vino's. Remember? 
Randy, I don't remember that. Oh, that name sounds familiar. Yeah. Bigger dude. It wasn't Lee with like the seven ponytails. <laughs> you remember Seven Ponytail Man? Vaguely, yeah. yeah. And then the so like I think I think maybe they were kind of same time, but they were like a little overlap because they used to have a different sound. They at least have like three, four sound dudes. Yeah. So just a bunch of old guys would come in. They used to own like house, kind of like Tedford stuff, like a house recording studio. Yeah. And they would do that on the side for extra money. And one of those guys was Randy Boyd, and that's he did our first Vino sound, Fresh really? Blood, you know? Oh, okay. And he's like, hey, I record. You want me to record your band, you know, live? They used to offer live. They, they still do, but it's a little bit more technical with the yeah. board. But uh, they would print you a fucking CD right there on the spot off of ADAT. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And I didn't know they did that. Yeah, dude. And so we got hooked up with him and went and made our first... Yeah, and dude, it was like it was all like for real on ADATs and shit. Like, yeah, God, real and yeah, yeah. Those days were crazy. Man, what a time! Now you just cut bass, cut bass, cut bass. Oh, now it's like play it once. Cool. Here's the whole song. Here you go. (laughs) It's done. Not even that. You just just hit the kick. Okay, there's the rest of the song. Uh It's like I hit the kick one time. Yeah, but we map all the drums. Hit the top. Yeah. We got it. We got all the mapping here. We're just gonna yeah. fill it, fit it in. Yeah, but back then with tape and shit, it was like, nope, you screwed up. Got to redo the whole I song over. Got just... to make one on actual reel-to-reel tape. Oh the yeah, ADATs were kind of like the modern version of tape, but it was rewritable. You know, it was still yeah. tape in there. So I mean, it was on tape, but it wasn't tape. Yeah, you know, like traditional sense with the reels, and you gotta have the damn razor blade. And... Yeah, it was. Um, he had it there, but it was a uh, blue chair studios. Blue and, chair, yeah, yeah. Um, Darren? yeah, Darren. When he first started blue chair, like that first month, I went and recorded the first time ever in yeah. my life three songs. Um, and it was on a dat. I did them all myself. You know, did the play guitar, then went and did the drums oh, and did all uh, that. Um, there was a couple songs on our last album. I did that too. Uh, played the drums and everything. Which, yeah. Our, not our last album, the album before. I've always wanted God, to. God, it was. I haven't, I haven't ever sat down and made a, a, a self album. But. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was. It was interesting. It was. It was kind of. It was hard. Because get, get, get too picky, where you're like. No, it was a little too picky, but knowing, knowing what's in my head, and then playing the guitar while the drums are in my head. Oh, fair. And then having to go play those drums. Yeah, yeah. and then. And then when I'm playing the guitar back, playing those same drums, but then having other ideas, so yeah. I change it, and then, oh, that changes everything. That changes the beat yeah. and stuff. And then going and having the bass, and then but some of the songs, the bass and the drums are the main thing. But I played oh, sure. guitar to it first. So there was a couple songs I played guitar and then chunked the guitar after I get the drums down. The drums laid down. And then, yeah, Put it was. Guitar track on. Yeah, yeah, but have to come in and like overdub a couple a cuts. Work. It's a lot and of damn work. It's just like fucking click, 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 click. Yeah. All right, cool. But I, I still, you know, and I could do it on, on Logic and Pro Tools and stuff like sure. that, but it's still, you don't get the same feel. It's harder. Yeah. It's harder. I and just. I think you can. It's just like set up. You need more setup time for mm-hmm. sure. Like get it just, just right. There's a sweet spot for all of it. Yeah. More than just like, you know, mic up some cabs, do it, do it, you know. We did, we did one, we did one, we did a really shitty recording, and then we had a really good professional make it not shitty. And I was like, this, this kind of has a vibe of its own, like it, very raw, but yeah, 
polished. He was able to polish our turd. Is what I say. I was like, that man can actually polish yeah. a turd, and it's still a turd, but it's shiny. Yeah, it's it, it just fucking neat. Does it smell as bad? No, I don't think <laughs> but, not, it's like yeah. cast, you know, it's like polished. Yeah, <laughs> it, you're you're not polishing that turd right there. <laughs> that verbal turd is not verbal being polished. Turds. Yeah, I got a lot of those. <laughs> <clears throat> but still, I mean, it's. I mean, we're trying to figure out what we're going to do with our next album because we're. That's what we were doing today, kind of working out some of the stuff. Yeah. Um, and I want to add to it. I want to, I want to mix it up with traditional, going in the studio, doing the hard work and stuff, with like the new shit, and mix it up with adding strings and adding oh. stuff. Yeah, I want to like, I want to put time into. It. That's why it's been taking so long for us because I don't. Our last time we kind of threw it together some, and there's been some songs that I wrote the lyrics like in the studio sure. like jason's like all right vocals up next i'm like one minute <laughs> fuck and then i'm not happy with them because i'm like yeah, I, I could i could hear it and i'm like oh that sounds like shit you know everybody else loves it but i'm like oh that sounds like shit so i want to at least do one right <laughs> i feel you that know? I and feel that. take your time make sure it's perfect but don't take too much time then you overdo it yeah that's the heart that's there's a sweet spot for it i think i think I think 30 days. I think if you set, and maybe it's spread out. It might take yeah. five months to get those 30 days in, but I think just for my brain, it's like I think 30 days would be, if you set the thing and you're like, this is when we just stop. Because at some points, it's as good as it's going to get. Yeah. Then you start changing shit, and you might make it better, but you might not. So that, then, yeah. you, then you run that 50-50 risk of, fucking up something you already did great oh yeah, yeah. absolutely or throwing something out it's tricky man I don't and like yeah stuff it makes me so just my just oh. well we we did that our last time our first single and our second single actually both of them we recorded like in february or march mm-hmm. to 2019 or something like that just went in laid in the drums and the guitar and everything walked out of there going okay we got a day in this this is gonna sound good um and then went back like four months later, five months later, yeah. and to record the rest of them. And then went back and listened to it. It was like, that sucked. We <laughs> trashed them. Really? Straight yeah. into delete. Because, uh, and, and Jason was like, I got some new equipment. Want to try it on new equipment? We tried it on, I think I, I tried it on uh, his Marshall stack or Mesa stack or something like that. And, one of his guitars or something and we tried like different mics and stuff and it sounded a thousand times better so we just trashed a whole day of recording and just threw in the trash and then started over yeah. and then now they sound much better. better yeah but um i think from the frame of mind of because we did our first album in like four days um and I've I've recorded like three songs in a day doing it myself. That Ooh. that one three day tape, but they sounded pretty good. But I just went in, did the drums in yeah, two yeah. takes, guitar in two takes, sure. and so if if they're talking thirty days, I'm like, fuck, we could do a hundred songs in thirty days. What the hell? I know. So if we start taking more time, I know. One day I spent literally four hours trying to do one guitar solo. Yeah, and it's just a it's a trash. It's on one of our songs uh, called Ramona Mona. It's a punk. It's a Ramon sounding song, and I just did a just a fast rundown. Just that's it, four times. 
could not fucking get it. I would I'd run it through, and Jason would go, start over. I'm like, fuck. Fuck. Yeah, oh, fuck. Yeah. Four hours sitting there. 173. Yeah. But I'm, I'm sitting there, especially when you're funding it yourself. <laughs> and every time you do it, it's like, that was 10 bucks. <laughs> yeah. That was 20 bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all those, t- like, we threw away $400 Easy, right there. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. And I'm sitting there going, oh. So in that that week week long, but it's worth the money if it's and that's kind of what we we've been doing. Here's another tip for bands too: play those gigs you don't want to because the midtown gigs pay hey, pretty good. Um, pay, sell man. the merch. Good. Excuse me. You know what people love <laughs> merch. Yes, they love a good T-shirt. They probably yeah. throw up on theirs or blood. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you we played a gig in Oklahoma and Lawton, Oklahoma. Half the but before we went, even went on stage, we, nobody knew us there. It was the railhead in Lawton, Oklahoma. Nobody knew us there, but half the place there was probably 20 people wearing our shirts before we went on stage. It's like nobody knows who we are, but stays in Vegas shirts everywhere. It was like, this is awesome. And then you know, we played, and they were it's probably like, too, I'm though. taking this off. Yeah. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. Well, it's a good name. Yeah, it's they sold cool. it. It's catchy, yeah. but it's also a phrase. Mm-hmm. You can sell your merch to somebody who just likes that phrase. You oh, know? yeah. Like, oh, that's funny. Give it to me. You yeah. Know? That, that's probably the best thing I did was name the band that. He's, he's and it was, it was a, a placeholder name. It was just a, we couldn't think of a name it's when we were a cover band. yeah. yeah. If I have people coming up to me all the time going, what's the name of your band? I was like, stays in Vegas. Oh, yeah, I've heard of you guys. No, yeah. You heard the phrase. Exactly. Hey. It's catchy. They're there like, oh, stays in Vegas? Like, what happens in Vegas? Stays in Vegas. There yeah. you go. And it, it's it's a catchy catchphrase. Everybody remembers it. And It's pretty brilliant, actually. Yeah. I mean, if it was just a placeholder, but it fucking works on another level. It's like yeah. Everybody knows that fucking phrase. Everybody knows it. Everybody remembers it. Free commercials. Every other fucking commercial, right? There's a big sign in Las Vegas that has our name on it. There you go. <laughs> Stays in Vegas, and and it's not copyrighted either. So I mean, it's not. The phrase "What happens in Vegas stays okay, in Vegas" is, not but not stays in Vegas. Yeah. So and there's a there's two other bands that have the name "Stays in Vegas." There was the worst three. Um, one's a wedding band in Cincinnati, of they are. and they had the name before us, but it was like, well. They're a wedding band. We're original band. Never be a Fair crossover. Yeah. Um, then there's there's actually a fourth. I forgot about that. There's Stay in Vegas, but they're in Europe, but they came out after us. Um, then there's an Australian band called Stays in Vegas. They're a cover band, but they fucking rock. They're they're awesome. They're cool That's guys. Cool. Um, and then there was a guy that created Stays in Vegas in Arizona and actually changed the name to Chris Vegas, and he was a fan of ours. And that's cool. Then went, created, made a song, and then changed his his band to Stays in Vegas, named to Chris Vegas. I'm like, dude. So he'll have shows like in Arizona, and they'll tag us in the show. So we'll get and and finally after a while, I was like, you know what? Fine. It just shows we played in Arizona. 
It's on a resume. <laughs> free notch in the resume. Yeah. You get the, commercials and free notches on the Instagram. Exactly. And the one in Cincinnati, we opened a bridge uh, in Cincinnati. Um, well, congratulations. We, yeah, we, we played a huge wedding in Cincinnati, too. Um, they well, tagged us. and work in Cincinnati. Yeah, and we'll, we'll, we'll get, like, wedding pictures where it'll have stays in Vegas. It'll show up on our page. It's like, oh, God, that's they had a gig this weekend. There you go. <laughs> yeah, but it, that bar sucks, and we'll never – but the the guy in Arizona finally got bad enough. I I texted him, messaged him. I was like, "Hey, dude, we gotta talk." Yeah, yeah. So now you're, we got we're three albums in, so we kind of have claim to the name. And there's another yeah. crash cast. Oh, right. Really? Yeah, and I was like, because you know you always Google it. Or yeah. Like, try to. It's like, oh, is this? I thought that's probably not a thing. Guess what it's about? Oh God, what? Model. Airplanes. Crash cast. <laughs> That's awesome. It, it was like yeah. an 09 thing, or like right when podcasting was just coming out. It's very old, and there's only a handful of episodes, but he yeah. had some things that I can't... That's why it's cr- on social media. If it's Crash Cast Pod... Yeah. That's why I don't have just Crash Cast, because that dude had it. Oh, okay. And there's no way to get a hold of him. I tried to email the thing. It's all like long gone. Oh, okay. shit. Yeah, so it's just kind of like lost to the ether, and I'm like, man, why do they gotta make it so hard? Just shut that shit down. Yeah, that's that's why we're staysinvegasofficial.com. See? Yeah, because we can't do stays in Vegas. It's staysinvegasofficial.com. Official's a good one. Yeah. So, because the the stays in Vegas in Cincinnati, and I can't say it, they had the name first. Yeah. But they're as long as we don't do weddings we're okay <laughs> we're, we're not cutting into theirs as long as they don't do original song oh fair enough yeah won't be cutting into fair ours enough. um so Can you do an original wedding though what if what if some just Ooh. fucking straight up like yeah and they're like yo we want you to play at our wedding which i'm not gonna lie we tried to get maylin yeah. and sons of disaster to play at ours oh that would be awesome that would have been the shit and they would have <laughs> done it too but we could not afford it oh yeah it's a yeah. one-off and they're from birmingham so it was like it's a little steep. I I respect it, but yeah, sorry. We we thought we thought about not the wedding thing, and I ain't thinking about a wedding thing. Kudos to you guys, but I ain't getting married. Um, but uh, been down that road. I'm not going back to prison. Um, <laughs> but it's uh, we thought about paying a band to come in and like do a festival, like pay one of these big bands. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, for a draw. Yeah, for a draw. You know, even if it's like. Not not a ten thousand dollar band, but like one of the twenty five hundred dollar three five thousand, yeah. yeah. Um, to have them just to bring, especially right now, people in to see the local bands. Uh-huh. You know, they're yeah, they're there to see. Use them as yeah. a headliner. That's their job. exactly. They know what they're yeah. there for. And then have four or five local bands mm-hmm. open, and now all those local bands get that coverage and sell merch and stuff like yeah. that. And you know, because since we don't have. Uh, River Fest, we don't have Edge Fest or anything like that, which back for a circle again, which was the whole point of Rock Fest. Was right. just a, that's still crazy. Yeah. I forgot we even talked about that. Like, that's fucking yeah. wild. 54 bands. And it was still going. It was still going. That would have yeah. been crazy. It was 54. It was just metal, rock, alternative, um, no country, no. Really? Anything like that, yeah. Because even have to dip into other genres, huh? No, it's just wow. and there's already a metal fest which I kind of sponsored, um, and they're doing it again this in December, oh, metal fest um, at 
Area 51. Oh, I saw the flyer. For yeah, that. yeah. 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 Um, so it was wasn't jumping on any metal bands or anything like that. So it was just rock, alternative, and yeah. punk and and stuff like that. But all locals, um, mainly in Arkansas, but around the region too. I kind of opened her up around the region because I had a couple friend bands in Oklahoma yeah, and and Louisiana and stuff. I was like, I want you guys on it too. Yeah. But the next thing I know is just like Texas and Louisiana and Missouri bands and stuff. So we had it up to fifty four when I had to stop. I was like, yeah, I was like, I don't. I don't know if I can manage that. <laughs> Let me, I'm going to have to get, because uh, you're playing multiple stages. There's like, you're going to have overlapping set time and you have to figure out a way to balance that. So people don't get pissed off. They're like, why'd you have fucking X playing at the same time as Y? It's like, I didn't know those were your two favorite bands. I'm so sorry. Yeah. And then you're apologizing all fucking day while you're trying to run. Yeah. And it show. was, and it was four venues in river market. Ooh. Yeah. So Friday night, Saturday night, I wasn't sure about Sunday yet because if, if more bands signed up, yeah, but it was going to have like some solo acoustic and some smaller bands and stuff play over here and you'll know the venues. I'm not going to say them on yeah, yeah. here, but right here at the beginning and then we had some bigger bands over here and then some other bands over here sure. and then some few bands here and just <coughs> shut down River Market. And, it all. Yeah. Exactly. Dude, and then you could bounce bunkers. around and yeah. and know, hey, I love this band over here. I'm gonna go see this band and just bounce around and then and have Some street artists and shit, dude. Yeah, um, yeah. had uh, the food trucks already that signed up. Fucking awesome. Man. I had five food trucks signed up that were going to do it. Um, yeah, and then we had one venue that was going to support all the bands. One, okay. uh, a family food thing, and they yeah. were they were going to cook just for the bands. Um, so all the bands would get free food and stuff. Oh, you get yeah. to do all your merch and then anybody, and this is the whole plan for next year too. It's still going to uh, happen eventually. I just yeah. don't know if it'll, cause COVID's kind of screwy. Um, but whoever you could either buy a ticket, your wristband or donate to the charity okay, and get a free pass. Yo. And then all the bands help support that charity and stuff like that. So, you know, it's. All for whatever local charity. And it wasn't going to be like St. Jude or anything like that. It was going to be for uh, like Faulkner County Foster Care Center. Sure. Oh, um, cool. Yeah. Or. Huge yeah. Foster. Yeah. So if it was yeah. mainly for like kids or welfare or something like that. Sure, uh, Get that going. Let's fucking. Yeah. Do this again. And man, hell, amazing. we have the podcast at the show. I've done it. It's yeah. so much fun. So, so something. just walk around like, hey, it's like a like an old school MTV style. Yeah. You know? Oh, that would be fucking awesome. <laughs> so every band would have to come through and yeah, yeah that see, that's fucking awesome. Booth. Yo, see, we're brainstorming ideas. I love it. Mm. How, how many podcast booths have there ever been? Couldn't be that many, right? No. First. That would be fucking awesome. Just a, just a closed off tent. Huh. Yeah, man, there's a table, me, and a microphone. Yeah. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> Come on in. Let's talk. Let's talk. Um, yeah, that's going to happen. That's going to happen. Funny shit. Um, yeah, it's whenever I could get rock oh, fest. Sounds it's, like a big old headache. But and my my brainchild of it. Also. Yeah, the the brainchild of it. I wanted it to grow to like Lollapalooza. Oh Jesus. Where okay, we're doing Little Rock, but whole staff and a, exactly, yeah. but like do it in Memphis. But then the local bands in Memphis that play get to choose the local charity. Oh, okay. 
okay. for it. And if we're doing Dallas, then the Dallas bands choose like the local charity. Around? Yeah. Oh, so shit, it's man. not for doing it for big places or something like that, which yeah. are great. But those bands can go, hey, we have a family here hurting. That's a local band family or something. Can we donate to them? There's your charity. Yo, that's sick. So then they could do it for that. And then they go over here and go, yeah, but we we need coats for kids, you know, or like the van or something like that. Okay. That's your charity. You guys, the yeah. festival is going to be for that. Um, so whatever charity it needs to be or something like that. Yeah. So that was and fucking COVID. Well, you know. But yeah. it's coming back around. I mean, shows are doing great. I mean, it's yeah. still limited capacity, but you're going to, I mean, you're fuck. everyone is selling out right now. And just because. Mm-hmm. It's like, it, it's like I've been, when I first started, I'm like, you know, used to on a fucking Tuesday, you'd have fucking 200 people in a Vino's just because there wasn't shit else to do. <gasps> <gasps> We're back. Baby. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen anybody play in a year. Dude, oh my god, dude, I'm yeah. concert thirsty, man. I've been drinking them down. I've been going to as yeah. many as my body and soul will allow me. Yeah, because <clears throat> if it was up to my mind, I'd go to all of them and just be like, yeah, I can just do that tomorrow. But responsibilities, I like electricity and stuff. But yeah, I've still missed a few because day jobs and stuff, and yeah. you know, well, there's like four this weekend. Oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah. There's like literally last night, tonight, missing one right now, Sunday and Monday. Oh, shit. What's, what's playing right now? Uh, oh, fuck. We're, we're promoting me. it badly because we're promoting it while it's on. <laughs> oh, shit. More messages. Dude, uh, no, it's yeah. somebody. It's somebody. It's, uh, fuck, 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 fuck. What? Oh, no, wait. Actually, that was last night. Oops, I missed it. Oh, yeah, it was. I missed it, too. Um, I know what it was. Um, it was a Venus. It was. Oh, and then the the one at Sticky's to support uh, Maestro. Maestro. Yeah, that's... Fuck. Could you cut this? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. I don't edit. Now I feel like shit. That's Damn. Great. Awesome. Uh, sorry, Maestro. Uh, Love you, Maestro. Yeah, I completely forgot. I spaced out about it last night. Damn. Um, I was just yeah. fucking working till fucking eight. Fuck. I'll, ju- I'll just swing by and, and get you... A couple beers. There you go. Yeah. We're handing him 20 bucks. <laughs> that too. Because <I'll>, uh, <laughs> I think it was for his medical bills. Because I know he's been having some fucking oh, issues, shit. man. Poor Crap. Guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's a hell of a sound man, though. Oh, yeah. He's awesome. You got to get his awesome. attitude. But damn, that dude knows But if, if you get on his good side, he's all about you. He's, <laughs> oh, dude, he's all about you. I got on his good you. side by giving him an ego riser that I made. Oh, really? Out of some bullshit because yeah. he was like, I like this. It helps me. I can get up top to the, because you know, their channel board's like fucking on the left side there. Oh, yeah. The big tall fucking thing. And I was like, cheers, man. I, I mean, I, I fucking, I built it for free out of bullshit scrap lumber from, I found yeah. somewhere. And he's like, thank you, man, boy. You know, been the best ever since. And now yeah. he fucking clowns me. Like one time, <laughs> dude, we were playing. So even after that, we were playing and I was like, Chatting him up at several going to the show. It's like, oh, time to go on. Get up there. And uh, this is a band I was fronting. And I hate being that dude that's like, hey, man, can I get a little bit more of me in the model? Like midway yeah. through the set. But I'm trying to I'm sing. I've dealt pitch. with it. I don't and want well, to be he there. Goes, he goes, all right. I'm going to give you more. But I'm going to burn your ass up with the lights. <laughs> and, dude, he just, woo, you feel the intensity. I was like. Thanks, Maestro. <laughs> just yeah. playing, dude. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, what we did with him, and this is another tip for any bands listening, create a VIP merch kit. A, a merch, merch yeah, kit, just huh? 
everything in your merch kit or whatever you sell put in a VIP merch bag. Yeah, Yeah, bundle. Um, And people could buy it or whatever, but as soon as you walk in a venue, as soon as you see the sound guy, go up and give them that VIP. Give them everything in your merch kit and say, hey, the sound guy is your best friend, not the bartender, not the venue, not the... Hell yeah. Yeah. It's give or take. And if you sound like shit, but you're an awesome band, you'll lose all your audience. If you're a shitty band, a good sound guy can make you sound awesome. That's true. So if you go up and make best friends with the sound guy, Brian, we did that. First time I met Brian, I was like, hey, man, we're Stacey Vegas. He's like, yeah, yeah, cool, cool. I'm like, here you go. Here's all our T-shirts. I gave him like three T-shirts, uh, CDs, stickers, Damn. guitar picks, everything. Yeah, I unloaded. Like exactly. And he was like, "Oh fuck!" They never get anything because it's this shitty it's sound the guy. Most so. Thankless job. Ever. Exactly. Dude, that and the guy who hung the lights. Yeah. Nobody gives a fuck. So, and anytime we have new merch, and I see any of the old sound guys, it's like, "Hey, we got a new shirt. You want one?" Oh fuck yeah. So yeah. And if we get like food tabs or anything, which sometimes they do, sometimes they don't, they're just working too. It's like, Hey man, you want some of our pizza? And if they're like, no, we, we get food or something like that. Sometimes we're like, yeah, you don't mind. You make friends with the sound guy. You'll sound amazing. That's a great one. Your yeah, monitors yeah. will Even turn up. Just a fucking handshake and be like, Hey man, my yeah. name's whoever. We've, know? we've had some sound guys on bigger shows put us first because we were buddies with them and, and they loved us or, or liked us. I wouldn't say loved us, but put us first so we could sound check. Good guys, yeah. And the other bands didn't get to sound check. Line checks fucking suck. And it's like. I, I, I yeah. told my guys, I was like, even if we get like a, say we got a record deal or whatever because we are making a record or, or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever happens from it, my goal is not to be the biggest band in the world. I said, my goal, honestly, and I mean this, is to be the best opening act anyone's ever seen. Yeah, because it is cake fucking walk, yep. dude. You get to sound check. You get the sound levels dude. perfect. You get to kick back. You get to watch yeah. the rest of the show. You get to actually enjoy your food. You you know like you get to hang those. out with people. You, you get early yeah. if you need to. Like drive to the next. You know we're going to yep. Milwaukee tonight. We got to drive six hours for the night. Well, we're yeah. not started at two in the morning. Yeah, we're starting at eight thirty. <laughs> and we're there's been times I've been I've played a show and I've been home in bed by ten. Hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, it kind of yeah. sucks on some of the shows, but yeah, you know, it's it having that first spot. There's it's, also it, shows where I've been home four in the morning. Oh, yeah. Because it's yeah. like, all right, we're hanging out tonight, you know. Yeah, and try to hang out. I hate those bands that, uh, I don't mean to say hate those, those bands, but we played a lot of bands when we played shows that, They'll they'll open, bounce. They'll pack up and bounce, yeah, yeah, yeah. and their their crowds go with them too. The whole point of opening for a touring band is to bring the crowd, to bring the support and stuff. Chill, and the yeah. the touring band should go in the middle. You know they used to. They, I, feel, I feel like that's gonna make a comeback. It should because I, we've been to some places that are like, oh well, yeah. this is your show, you're headlining. It's like, dude, we, did we the headlining come around in like the seventies? Or, or 80s? Yeah, 70s, 80s, 90s. It's a 80, recent thing where the big act is the last act. That yeah. It used to be, like, in the 50s and shit, Elvis didn't play last. The Beatles didn't play, they were in the middle. Yeah, and it's, 
it, it, it was a big thing where it was headlining and, and there's still bands that are like, well, this is our show. We want headlines. Like, okay, cool. Go for it. Have fun, buddy. I want to be first. Yeah. I want to be first. I or wish we didn't headline, but we set up yeah. our own shows now because we want to kind of control the narrative. We make our things like make it an experience mm-hmm. a little bit different, but yeah, dude, when we play with other people, I'm like, cool. We're first. Yeah. Fuck middling, man. Oh yeah. Second, third, fourth. I don't care. I'm either first or like Ricky Bobby. First or last. <laughs> last yeah. yeah. You know? Shake and bake. Shake uh, and yeah, even our album release show, we went first. No shit. Yeah. It what was the like fuck? Yeah, because well we we had um Angry Patrick. He he MC. Okay. Um so we had you know, he did his set first and then we were the first band and then we had two two other bands after wow but yeah it was, it was like because we wanted we, did it work though yeah did people stick around and oh yeah out? yeah okay. um so and and we did that for our second album too or our single we had angry patrick it was angry patrick el camino uh i think i was at one of those i can't remember um was it stickies was one of them at stickies no those were vinos we always do our vinos. ours at vinos that's our that's our home base yeah, we yeah we why don't we it would have been a minute ago. Yeah. Minute ago, when did we play Sticky? We played a couple times at Stiggy's. Um, and a couple times at Rev Room. Rev Room. Uh, yeah. Um, Too big. Yeah. I, I like the smaller, more intimate stuff. I, I don't pull five. If you need pulling 5,000 people, it's a space that big. It's just like that. Uh, I mean, uh, oh, I mean, we do that no matter what. Like, um. <laughs> Even in that venue, it looks... Shitty as fuck. I mean, we, we pull 5,000 minus 4,999. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> there's a curve. <laughs> we, gr- we grade on a curve. Yeah. Um, it's 5,000 sometimes. If my mom's there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's... <laughs> I'd rather play the small places. Uh, Dude, I love... Yeah. You know, like, not for some acts, but like some bands I've been in house shows were like the ticket. Because that energy transfer, thirty people, it can it can be a thousand oh, fuck people, yeah. and yeah. it's fucking awesome because they're in your fucking face and you're sweating, and it's just like this is yeah. what it is, man. Pop that's fucking rock. That's going back to Midtown. That's why I love it. It's it's shit in the floor. Just do something yeah. crazy, yeah, dude. Love it's it. such a small venue. It's hardcore punk. There's every known type of person there love it and there's it's a hundred people crammed in this small little small. i know it's small yeah i've only ever been in there before it burned down once oh yeah and they rebuilt it back a little bit well they did the bathrooms better they're they're at least a little bit better but um it's not it's less but, like a porta potty more yeah. like a bathroom yeah but yeah. i mean it's at, a dive bar come on what do you expect 3 4 in the morning we had people chair jousting while they were dancing, <laughs> banting yeah, in front of us, I had I'm sitting here on the side of the stage and a guy yelling, "Play sticks!" And I'm like, oh, "Fuck no! Shut up, go!" And then there's uh, like a fight over here. There's people flirting with the the band members' wives and stuff. And then, um, you it's know, a people, wild yeah, fucking night, dude. It's fucking awesome. The energy is insane. We played. Damn, I might have to actually go check something out. We played three and a half hours straight. No break, God. and and didn't realize. I mean, my Glenn halfway through, he, he I, we got done with the song, and I was sitting there talking, and then he's like jumping off his drum set. He's like, I gotta go to the bathroom, play 
play black. I play like a couple songs. I do solo if we need to. He like ran to the bathroom. So I'm sitting there playing a solo song and people are like, where's he going? I'm like, I don't know. He caught his period. Uh, <laughs> he's just like jamming. And then he jumps back and we jump back on. But we had so much energy. We played three and a half hours straight. Damn. Just no problem. And then got done. He, they were like, yeah, that's it. And I was like, that's it. Okay. All right. To Time to pack up. That's every Foo Fighters show. You ever seen them live? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Four times. Oh, there you go. I've seen yeah. three. I did the Motorhead one. Show. Yes, me too. Yeah, Biffy Clearo. That's they're one of my favorite bands. Sick. They opened for them. Uh, it was Biffy, Motorhead. The fucking my ears are still ringing for I Motorhead. I never thought I could hear a louder fucking concert. My God. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> it was like when Foo Fighters came on, it's like, oh, quiet down a little bit. Oh, the radio's nice. <laughs> nice. Motorhead fucking dude. rocked. Let me as God for a reason. I mean, I get it. <laughs> you have to see it to kind of truly understand. Yeah. But damn. And a three-piece. And a three-piece. There you go. Yep. Let's end it there. Let's end on Motorhead. Okay. We've been going for two hours. Holy, no shit. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Cool. <laughs> awesome. That's about quick, right? Yeah. Yeah. And cool. When you do the thing, let's talk. Awesome. Like, yeah. Uh, that, that fest sounds like a good thing to be involved in. Absolutely. Just to help yeah. out. Uh, thank you so much, man. No, thank you. I appreciate it, man. It was awesome. This has been fucking great. And everybody, thank you for listening. <laughs>